Check one, check two. Catch our mixtape dropping, twenty twenty. That's right. We can't. We have to. I, I, it's hard to. I'm trying to think of some sort of rap name, but it can't be a play on ebony and ivory. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right. You ready to do this? Yeah, thing? let's do it. Welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. Today we are here by Nacht in Berlin und by Tag. So now it is daytime here in Berlin. We're recording the little second snippet of today's episode. And uh, we're happy to be here in uh, cloudy Kreuzberg. It's been a fun day. Uh, what's been, uh, what have we been doing, Jared? Welcome, Jared. Uh, so apparently Chad does not know how to do it. Goddamn intro. In person, I guess. <laughs> In person. <laughs> yeah, we might have to try that again later. <laughs> uh, before I get into what we've been doing, please follow us on Instagram. You can see what we've been doing on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. I've posted a couple pictures already. Story's been on fleek. I got some cool shots of the Oberbaum Bridge. Got a shot of um, Eastside Gallery. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, I got a shot of you peeing uh, on the street. Uh, <laughs> or you can follow us on Twitter, untranslatable one, the number one. Follow us on you. Yeah, you can also send us an email, untranslatablepodcast at gmail dot com. Tell us your untranslatable phrases, for example, or just fun dialectical terms. For example, Speti is a fun little uh, convenience store that sells beers. Or Keats, as we mentioned mm-hmm. on the other part, is a neighborhood. Both we very c- important words here in Berlin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or you can send us your uh, untranslatable phrases, which are idioms, sayings, things. <laughs> no, idioms, sayings, proverbs, and just fun sayings that don't really make any sense, but you know exactly what they mean. So, yeah, what have we been doing? And in, in, Oh, one other thing. I can't forget this. Spread a little love. We got made fun of by, who was it? Was it Matias mm-hmm. for having a low number of uh, reviews? Yep. Hey, spread. Spread a little love. Five-star reviews. People are making fun of us in public now. <laughs> Do you want that? Do you, are you happy with that? And if so, you need to see a psychologist, you sick people. <laughs> Spread a little love. <laughs> Definition of spreading some love right there. That was definitely sure. one of the most aggressive asks for a five-star reviews I've done, and I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're in Berlin, and... You know, I, this is day two. We uh, talked about our last episode was filmed hours ago at three in the morning, essentially. Yep. And we went to bed, what, four in the morning? Mm-hmm. Woke up at uh, one, got out of bed at two. Yep. <laughs> and uh, well, no, we, we, actually, we actually got out of bed at like noon and got out, left at one. And then we went to go get schnitzel, which was a cool place. It seemed like at first, just by viewing it outside... It seemed like it would be touristy, but it didn't feel touristy no. on the inside. It felt uh, just like a you know old-fashioned kind of schnitzel place. That but, was but delicious. very Berlin style with the the interior having like the kind of also graffiti esque. Oh yes, stuff. yes, uh, yes. Yeah, I figured out the term 
and I told it to you right before we started this, anti-establishment. Yep. I yep. knew there was some sort of word because it, it's not like they're not they're not rebels. I mean, uh, but well, I I, I, would I say think so, but I think that's there. I think that's simplifying it, calling them just rebels. Okay. Yeah. I I, I think it is like art. it does seem like there's just this overall like we're not going back there kind of thing. Like like we're we're different. Yeah. And uh, and and we are going to do things our own way, and and that's what I love about it. And so now that I've seen it uh, by Tag. I think I've had a better, more time to kind of analyze the architecture, analyze right. the, the and aesthetic. Soak, and soak it in. Yeah. Absolutely. Naturally, yeah. the aesthetic. Yes. <laughs> One of my right. favorite words. Uh-huh. The word of the trip. <laughs> right. Jared's actually told me he's getting a tattoo on his chest right aesthetic. here of aesthetic. And I'll probably spell it wrong, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. But yeah, the anti-establishment is the aesthetic that I'm, that I'm picking up. And uh, I, I uh, le- maybe I relate to that a little bit. Okay. The government can't tell me what to do. I'm a sovereign citizen. Many um, freguista. <laughs> so we crossed the Oberbaum Bridge at by day, which I'll have a picture. This will be perfect for when I post the um, this podcast. I'll have a picture of the Oberbaum Bridge by night and by day. Oh, that's true. And so we'll do that. And then um, we went to the Schnitzel place, and then it's con- so great how close the East Side Gallery is. Yeah. It's really, it's literally just sort of right across right the bridge, the corner, mm-hmm. basically. And so we walked along that. A lot of cool art. Mm-hmm. Did you? Wh- what are some? So we've posted Eastside Gallery pictures before because yes. you and Jeff went there. Uh, we had an on the road again episode. And Berlin was just too good to not come back. And I don't know? think if we would have known that I would have been here uh, so soon, we probably wouldn't have done that on the road. <laughs> no, uh, I think no, I think it was it still was good. Interesting no, I'm just kidding. It was still great. But, yeah. but uh, so. Last time you were there, and actually I enjoyed that one a lot, but last time we we were there, you were there, um, you went to the East Side Gallery. What sort of different installments did you see? Was there anything new that stuck out to you? Well, I think what's changed is the, the portions. If you Right when you start by the Warschauer Straße U-Bahn, mm-hmm. that little, if you go that way, um, the spots where there's a lot of graffiti, because some of them are looks like untouched pieces of art yeah you know, they were co- i don't know if, if they were commissioned i don't know what the history is behind it but there are clearly certain ones that are protected right yeah you don't see any graffiti and mm-hmm. you know any anything iron at all and so so that's interesting to see but it's cool to see that ju- juxtaposed with the ones that are untouched and look yeah so clean yeah and it's i mean the east side gallery is is like a outside museum essentially yeah and free also very nice <laughs> my favorite kind of museum right. Right. <laughs> and uh like it is so cool to see see yeah as you said that juxtaposition of and i think that speaks to the anti-establishment a little bit where it's mm-hmm. like it's like maybe we don't take ourselves too seriously or or, or it's just this this sort of inc- very inclusive nature where it's like yeah we have this legitimate art but there's still space for people to to do their stuff to do their art, share yeah. their art. Yeah, yeah. Like there was one that we, a giant one that just in silver said, I love sluts. Oh, yeah, that was. <laughs> it was a, actually kind of nicely we done. A, we didn't get a picture of it. I didn't, even think, I didn't even think to get a picture of it. But yeah. This is a family show. Like it's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. I, I, I told Jared, though, as we were walking down the East Side Gallery, it is interesting how much English you see on the gallery. On the art. Yeah, exactly. But it kind of makes sense, though, because. I mean, I assume the art's not all made by Germans. No. But, but even some of the ones that were made by Germans, I think, might have mm. had English on them. Maybe. I could be wrong Well, I that. mean, if their goal is to reach as many people as possible, 
that's probably the way to do it. As I mean, there's probably just as many. Well, this is probably a dumb thing to say, but like just as many <laughs> non-native English speakers or German speakers, excuse me, non-native German speakers walking past that wall on a daily basis as German speakers. Yeah. I, I think overall, you know, we we were. I was actually doing a little people watching as well as we walked by the gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad got got by the way. I did. We'll talk about that in a second, but go ahead. (laughs) I did. Uh, Yeah. So, so I've seen the Eastside gallery a couple of times. Not that it's not great to see. Mm -hmm. I think it's different when you go your first time. Yeah. You're more focused, more focused. I I was probably more focused on the art than you were. Right. And I was, I was kind of soaking in just trying to soak in all the surroundings and everything else. Mm -hmm. I I mentioned to Jared as well. It's really cool hearing all the different languages. Yes. When you walk down there, you know, we heard Spanish. Uh, definitely Mandarin, Japanese, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Italian, Russian, Italian, German. Obviously. We probably heard a lot of we've probably heard a lot of languages. I've thought about this too because you've mentioned Russian once or twice, and we've probably heard a lot of languages that weren't also just Russian that just sound like Could it to be us. Slavic, yeah, yeah. But I think I have. It's weird. I think I have a good ear for picking out. Uh-huh. Russian, like we talked about this also, like picking out different accents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think accents are kind of what. Accents are kind of like the color of language, like the little, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the little cherry on top, the oh yeah, the sprinkles, whatever you yeah, want to call Yeah, we were it. talking about that uh, with uh, Matthias yesterday as well, right. about how accents, and we were talking also about how um, we were trying to figure out if the, like, you know, if, if, if certain Germans g- or, or go to a certain area, they just won't understand what, like if a lot of Germans go to Switzerland, they mm-hmm. probably won't, like, almost won't even understand what's being said. Right. And if is there that same difference or that same sort of thing happening in America with uh, dialects? I think I think it depends on how clear the other person speaks. Right. So so if you meet someone who lives out in the country, for example, or in a village somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know, even I know there are some German villages. I couldn't give you names, but there are German villages that. You can tell based on the way they say certain words that they're from this village or this village, and it's not that far away, mm-hmm. right? And so when you have that kind of specific accent regionally, um, maybe it could lead to people not understanding each other. The difference would be can they both reach an agreement on how to communicate? You know what I mean? Right. Like, you, like, like Matthias said, kind of using – a Bavarian's version of like Hochdeutsch, mm-hmm. proper German. Right. So it so it it's slow it down and make it more comprehensible. Yeah. Yeah. Just just enunciate. <laughs> right. right. That's a that's a that's a uh, Bayern Bayern uh, Hochdeutsch is just enunciate. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of dialects in multiple languages, the enunciation is the problem. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, as, I think that's the definitely the main thing in uh, in America. That's. Mm-hmm. That stopping people from understanding stuff is right. is enunciation oh, because it's not that they're saying w- words for the most part that we don't know. It's just that it's like the speed with which you speak, which is a problem that we talk about. Um, people, non-native English speakers, having sure. all the time that uh, that Americans do is we talk too fast. We mumble. I think a lot of Americans kind of mumble. Yeah, probably. I've been told by my colleagues at school I tend to speak very clearly. Most people have no problems, you know, understanding me. But have you heard of um, other English teachers? Because as an English teacher, it feels like you should be hyper aware of that. Yeah, I I try to be. So you you've did, heard did of? Did you notice when we were talking with Matthias, um, and and you know his girlfriend and their friends, um, you know I changed the way I spoke depending mm-hmm. on who I was speaking to, and mm-hmm. it's not a it's not a matter of me trying to 
basically it's me trying to be understood by these people right when they're not a non-native english or when they are a non-native english speaker sorry it's hard to tell how good their listening comprehension is especially in a room when other people are talking Mm -hmm. there's music in the background um I think, I mean, the whole reason why we communicate is to try to understand each other and be understood, right? Of course, yeah. So yeah. so I try to be very aware of the vocabulary I use, um, how I say it, how fast I say it. We did have a very interesting conversation. Maybe now that I'm, I'm removed from the situation a bit, I can see it a little mm-hmm. clearer now. <laughs> okay. But we did also have a super, uh, we, like we were talking about all those different words that, um, like the, the longest, that super long French word. And I, I heard it. I was like, I think that's the exact same thing in English. And, and you were right, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent right. And it was like, the, it was essentially the fear of super long words, and it's like, hippo monstra something blah 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 phobia. Yeah. And um, it's got to be seven or eight syllables. It was something like that. It was yeah. crazy. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I thought that was it was a cool conversation. And um, where were we, where were, I don't even know where we're going. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about the East Side Gallery. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we were. We, we, so here's one thing that's been a staple of this trip. Forget the German food. Forget speaking German and uh, feeling like I'm so limited in my ability to speak to my my good friend Chad. <laughs> but uh, I'll grant it, we spoke a good bit of English today. Mm-hmm. But um, it's been raining nonstop since we got here. Yep. Actually, I think it stopped. Now that we're inside recording a podcast, it's of not raining. It yep. <laughs> Go figure. But Murphy's uh, law. It's, <laughs> but it has been raining continuously since we've been here, and um, yeah, it's not ideal. But I'd say this: I don't think it's really slowed us down. Not really. And I don't, it, so. I, don't th- I don't think it slows a lot of people down here. It seems like the streets are still pretty filled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd it, agree. And um, it's not the good thing is it's not like it's more spitting. It's just like a constant spitting of rain. It's not like it's pouring to the point where right. our pants are getting soaked. Or that would be like bad. That. Yeah. Then yeah. I don't know if I think then it might slow us down a little. Oh, for sure. But on and off rain, you can handle. We came in, our stuff is drying as we're recording mm-hmm. this. That's really why we came back <laughs> to dry our clothes. No, I'm just and because Chad can't read a clock. That's, that's also <laughs> true. That's also true. Man, when you when you spend how many how many years was it? Twenty five years in the United States where we don't use military time. Yeah. I still know military time, but I don't know why. I, my phone. I, I leave my phone on it. I do too. My phone's on military time as well. Yeah. But the funny thing is, I, for some odd reason, must have mislooked, and he, we're having uh, dinner with my friend later. Uh, shout out to my buddy, uh, Ferdinand. And what's funny is, I thought he, so we were having dinner, we're having dinner at 5.30. Mm-hmm. For some odd reason, I must have, like, opened my phone and saw the, f- the 15 and saw the 5. Mm-hmm. And then for some weird reason, <laughs> thought, oh, no, we're going to be late. We need to get going. I, I still, I you know, I, I use military on my phone. It's military time is what's there. And probably in my, think of my car too. But I still make those mistakes from time to time. Like I'll set an alarm sometime and be yep. like, oh, that was set for two hours later than yep. I, <laughs> than I, than I meant for it to be. The worst is when I was studying in Austria, it was like the first or second day we were there. Or no, it was when we got back after our orientation mm-hmm. in Marietzell, right? Yeah. And so I, I got to my apartment and I told my roommates, all right, I'm, I just want to lay down for like, hour and a half you know i'm really tired mm-hmm. okay sure well i i forgot my my little this was like a brick it wasn't even a smartphone you know no internet no nothing. dude i love that phone right it that, was so freeing great yeah you could text nice. and call and that was that it was it yeah it, it was a step back in time yeah it was so freeing you know maps off 24 <laughs> 7 in that case because even now i have a phone that is a brick in the sense that i mean i can use it mm-hmm. but every time i 
I put on the signal, I'm like, well, there goes a whole bunch of money in the right. in the three minutes that I. <laughs> right. I mean, you don't you don't really need it since my phone's been working. Exactly. Long, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, I went to go set the alarm, and my phone was on military time. It was like the first day I had the phone. Oh yeah. And I didn't realize it was on <laughs> military time, because it had been years since I had a brick phone. Right. Anyways, and so I set it for five thirty. Uh, I woke up at like eight and I was like, what, what, what <laughs> happened? Like, what is this? And then I looked at my phone, I'm like, why didn't the alarm go off? And then I like crawled out of my 5 room, <laughs> right? Crawled out of my room. My hair was probably all messed up. And I told, where am kids, I? Right. What time is it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I've, I've definitely had a, I had this one. I, I, I swear. I, I don't know if I was on drugs or something. This was as a child, by the way. Okay. I uh, woke up. I took a nap, I guess. And I woke up and I came downstairs and started like eating breakfast. Come to find out it was like eight, eight, nine o'clock. Really? Yeah. That the night, the same day. Okay. <laughs> I could have I <laughs> sworn I, I don't know. It must've been a great nap because I could have sworn right. I slept through the night and I woke up and I started like, and the weird thing is my parents were in the kitchen and I was like, you know, making toast and cereal and they just, no comment. <laughs> That's their really? Eating. No comment. And I was like, you guys aren't. All right, that's interesting. But yeah, I've, so I've, I've done that even without the excuse of military time. My only excuse is, I don't know, I have no excuse. Right. Uh, do you want to um, spread a little love? Yeah. Uh, you have one, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I want to give a big shout out to my favorite basketball team in the entire world, mm-hmm. Michigan State Spartans. Beat Michigan again, sweep them this season, our shared Big Ten champions with Purdue. So for MSU now, it's the second year they've at least won or shared the Big Ten title. What does it mean to share it? It means they have the same record. So MSU and Purdue have the same number of wins and losses. Oh, that sucks. So there's no winner? There's no it's like, tied. They're tied. And there's no final game? Like, th- those two teams can't they play should. each other that to just decide epic. one? That seems like the obvious well, choice. You would think so, right? That would be awesome. Just one. Or you, I see you do a series, too. Sun but death. you can do this. No, yeah. dude. Sudden death. <laughs> sudden death. Just one. Everybody on the other team uh. gets kicked off the team. And they have to find all um, That but, seems like the obvious thing to do. No one wants to share a, t- a right. victory. Right. But there Not have been, me. But man. there have been years that MSU and Michigan have shared titles as well. And yeah. this year could have almost was that year. Had uh, Purdue lost one other game. And they then Michigan won. Behind. And then if MSU and Michigan split the two games, how then they would have shared the title. How anticlimactic would it be for it to be the final game of the of the season, Michigan versus Michigan State, and if Michigan wins, then they ch- or, or excuse or uh, Michigan lost, but like say if Michigan wins, then they share the title, that and and then Michigan crazy. wins. How anticlimactic would that really be? Have bragging rights. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah, we'll beat you. We're like we all won. Yeah. It's like oh, no one wants this. Yeah, we're sure. We're sure. That would be so annoying. Oh yeah. my god, I can't it believe they do it that. Ha- it can happen. It's happened. But before. I guess what? So they d- do they then justify it by saying that well, we have March Madness. Right. Yeah. March but Madness in the Big Ten tournament is coming right. up in a couple. Right. Right. Oh yeah, the Big Ten tournament. So that's that's how they'll do it. But yeah, and a, a special shout out to the the star of the Michigan State Spartans basketball team, Cassius Winston. Have you seen this guy play? Mm-mm. Oh, man. I like the name, though. He's got – yeah, he's from Detroit. Okay. Went to, I believe it was um, – U of D. D Jes- yeah, Jesuit. What? How did I guess that? <laughs> you apparently know him more than you think. I mean, I just – yeah, I don't know how yeah. I knew <laughs> number, uh, number five. Where's the number five? And he just – he has it all, man. He's a – dude, I tell you, I'm I'm no basketball expert. But he is. What's the guy's name? 
Cassius Winston. Cassius Winston. And he is just the way he sees the game, man. He's like he's like a painter just painting basketball all over the court. You what know do what you, I mean? Like, What do you think of this Duke guy? Um, Zion Williamson. Yeah. He's beast. Yeah. Beast. That's big time beast. <laughs> I, I don't I don't pay, pay close attention, but I've only heard uh, he's been the talk of the town. Oh, of course. Apparently there was some talk that, that L.A. was trying to change the rules of college. Okay. So you don't have to go just so they – and they're, they were saying it was all mostly because of him, and they just wanted to get him. Could be. But uh, I don't know be. if they're able to do that. I'm looking at Cassius right now. Yeah, the thing with Cassius Winston is he, he can do it all, man. He He's great at assists. <laughs> yep. Great at assists, uh, good three-point shooter. Has he a looks like a small dude. Range game. He's six feet. Uh, so he's basketball small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's six feet or six one. He's six one. I don't. I forgot his weight, but, but yeah, he's he's a fantastic player. A lot of really really cool assists uh, to his teammates. What do they say? Um, oh, what's the term? Like tossing dimes. I've never heard that before. Really, I think tossing dimes is what they say when you um, get an assist in basketball. Oh, uh, okay. Giving okay. out dimes or something like that. Okay. I'm not a basketball um, fan. But, yeah. But, yeah, um, sadly, I didn't get to watch the game, but I kid you not, I am going to rewatch it at some point uh, once I get back and I'm in uh, Komutov. And uh, you are sadly across the ocean again. Right now, it's prime podcast in time. I know. That I know. This is great. Here. But, anyways, yeah, so big shout out to MSU and to Cassius Winston for being the orchestrator of such an amazing season. Uh, MSU was plagued with injuries and had a lot of, um, you know, a lot of problems with their with their bench. You know, who who they could play and get in the rotation, mm-hmm. but they did it. And Tom Izzo is a fantastic coach. Also, you know, also shout out to Michigan. They played they played great and yeah, are a great team. John Beeline is a, a uh, is it John or Jim, John Beeline. It's a great basketball. I feel like now you're just purposely getting it wrong. Maybe you never know. <laughs> Anyways, I look forward to seeing Don in a couple of days and you rubbing it in his face. Although you're not a face rubber, unfortunately. Not Although usually. you should be, because Don would rub that all in your face. If, he probably if it would. Was the other way right, around. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of fun though. It's a part of the rivalry. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah, it's fun, and yeah. it's it's a little. It a, a lot of times the Michigan Michigan State rivalry is a lot more friendly than the like Ohio State rivalries. Sure. Michigan, because we're all Michigan. we're all you know we're all from the same place right. at the end of the day, and it's, it's it's especially funny because it's like these schools are like forty minutes away from each other. Right. <laughs> I love I love Michigan's Ann Arbor. Huge. I love East East Lansing. It, yeah, it's great. Uh, I'm gonna give one more shout out, and um, where this is gonna be in conjunction with our song of the pod, but we'll talk about the song of the pod later. But I did like his message, mm-hmm. and I did like what he was doing as just his his his. His goal to just, you know, find a new place to start over. So our song of the pod, we'll get to that later, but it's by a guy named Infidelix. Uh-huh. Infidelix. 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 Well, he's American. Right. And this is almost kind of going to be like a, well, see, I don't want to talk about the song of the pod, but he had a, he moved to Berlin. From to, Houston. From Houston. And it seemed like he just wanted to, like, experience the world and start fresh and was trying to figure out a way to to like uh, make his own scene and sort of uh, spread his right. his his raps to a totally spread different his love man yeah to a totally spread different spread a little love to a totally different audience and i i i really respect that um that ability to to just like get up and go somewhere like that especially cuz you know we've Takes done cojones. it we've done it in our own ways but he There's did it There's always been a security blanket exactly we did it with bit. a with a paycheck uh, and a job of right. waiting but um i i, I th- I think there's there's really something to that to just you know people oh, see, think it's foolish, mm-hmm. 
But I think that those people that think it's foolish are also uh, scaredy cats. Yeah. I'm one of those scaredy well, cats. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's hard to even imagine where it's like uprooting somewhere completely new, especially a place like Berlin. Can yeah. you imagine? Yeah, it's very overwhelming. Like, just come here with like, here's my suitcase. Here's my stuff. Mm-hmm. Here I am. Mm-hmm. You know, but we also don't know. Maybe he maybe he had some contacts here. Yeah. Maybe he had a place to crash. Yeah. You know, um, it'd be interesting to hear his full story. But sadly, the video we were watching about him only showed it was like a teaser. Right. Of, you know, right. Trailer for the, the should have hit him up. Get right. him on the pod. Yeah. Get well, him some uh, publicity. We only got a couple <laughs> days, but we we were, we're apparently tr- working miracles here uh, with a couple days trying to make podcast happen. That's true. Um. Okay. So yeah, some shout outs. And so, you know, just uh almost this is more like a tap style playing of the untranslatable owl. Uh just to say, hey, we haven't forgotten about your untranslatable owl. However, one, we've done a uh we've done a Berlin episode before, so we have plenty of untranslatables. Go back to our on the road again with Jeff, that was like episode twenty one. Yeah. Something like that. Early on, yeah. Or um and the other thing, not or, but the other thing is we've been, we haven't stopped moving and like That's since true. we sat down to do this podcast, yeah. <laughs> we walked in and That's immediately started setting you. everything up and immediately started doing this. And then when we're done, we're literally going to immediately leave. <laughs> Hashtag hustle every day. <laughs> yeah. So we have had no time to do any sort of research, but I enjoy this style of podcast because one, we have plenty to ta- talk about mm-hmm. and uh, we haven't been in front of each other in a long time. And yeah. so it's, it's nice to just catch up. coming all the way to europe but uh we we did it and here we are make it work i mean i mean i didn't know if we would just be able to get make it happen you know oh yeah yeah it was short timing but i think where there's a will is a way oh definitely (laughs) and it felt like uh i don't know it, it felt like it needed to happen for me personally maybe more than anything like i just felt like it was time to to get out oh definitely do you want to start this yeah. I'm already recording, by the way. Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. Today we have a very, very, very special episode. The time has finally come. And uh, Jared is here in Berlin for the first time. So first of all, herzlich willkommen in Berlin. And uh, so happy to have you here, buddy. It's Thanks. great. Yeah, I guess it's weird doing your old fashion intro with me staring at you that's true <laughs> not quite the same when's it my turn uh chad has required me to speak quietly that is true and in a hushed controlled tone but i'll start by saying this it's good to be here it's been a long time coming it's good to look you in the face you know we first saw each other i was pulling up in the taxi and i looked you in the eye and we had that you know that glimmer it's like oh we did it yeah <laughs> we made it we we're made here it. here we are my trip i'll say this it wasn't that bad i my flight left at 9.30 at night, and um, I got there a little early. I was a little pissed. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I did get lunch. I did get dinner there. I got ramen, which was great, but it was, took forever. So it was like I was late anyway because they were so slow. It was great. Uh, <laughs> and then I got on the plane, and then, like, as I mentioned to you earlier, after going to uh, Tanzania, a, a seven-hour trip was not, doesn't seem that bad. No, it's not too bad at all. It was, it was pretty quick, and then, you know, quick layover, no big deal. And we're here. And it's been quite a day. It like, has. I, ju- I got here, what, what, 
seven hours ago, something like <laughs> eight that. hours ago, yeah. and we haven't stopped moving since. Nope, because that's that's Berlin. And I'll tell you this: we've Chad and I have been together all day talking nonstop, but I finally feel free. I finally uh-huh. really feel free right now <laughs> because we can actually talk about everything. Yeah, I can. I have the fullest use of my vocabulary, which is limited. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see what you're saying, but. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of cool experiences, and I almost feel like, you know, it's nice to speak German with you, and I know you love to speak German, but a little part of it feels like you do it just because, like, it limits how much I can talk, you know? You think so? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You got, like, generally concerned. (laughs) Like, no, buddy. (laughs) Well, I guess I'd have a guilty conscience if I uh, made you feel feel bad for speaking German. Yeah. Well, you have been telling me a lot. Well, if you can't say it, maybe you just shouldn't say it at all. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds exactly like me. You're 100 percent right. That's How do you true. say this? I don't know. I don't know. Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. So sad. Well, hey, we're reunited, and it feels so good. Let's start with a prost. I'd, I'd say that's a good call. So, so Ch- Chad and I stopped at a Speti, and if you listen to our on the road again episode, you know that a Speti is a what would you say like a convenience store? Yeah, late night shop. Yeah, and you know they sell a lot of beers. They sell um, liquids of all sorts and snacks. And Chad and I were looking, and we stumbled upon this one called the Flensburg Pilsner. Mm-hmm. Highly recommended by you. Yes, sir. And you thought you were going to do me a favor mm-hmm. by opening these before the episode. Uh, yep. And I'm going to show you right now that I know how to open these. All right, let's see. So the thing is, it's one of those old-fashioned sort of like tops where you pop it. Exactly. And I'm going to... All right, here we go. I don't no, need two hands. Think, we didn't think about that. Yeah, I think you can do so it. So here's the first, well, first step. Break the seal. Do you, do, you, break do you the have seal? to break the seal? <laughs> Probably not. And then I believe what you do is you do a pull this way. You're saying no. Chat. Sh- Go ahead. Just o- open oh. it how you open it. Go ahead. All right. I usually just push it. Oop. Like that. Oh, man. If I knew gonna, the sound was going to be so good, I would have. <laughs> right. That should be a drop, right? So this is a... Um, we... we um, I guess this is a good episode to talk about. We have decided to retire the beer of the pods. Yep. Um... You know, we have a strict branding that we're sticking to. The <laughs> the corporate uh, overlords were not happy with it. That's true. Very true. Uh, no, it's just you know, it's, you know, we're trying to skim some of the dead weight off of this uh, this show here. However, we're going to end it with this one. I'd say this seems like a good way to end it. Oh, definitely. With the in person beer of the pod. Do you know anything about this beer? I know it's it's tasty, and uh, that's about it. It's got a uh, lovely uh, ship on it, a schooner. Um, there's some really? griffins. Is that really what that's called? A schooner? A schooner is a kind of ship. I can't tell you if this is actually a schooner. Okay. Uh, with some. Man, gr- you had me sold though. You had me sold. <laughs> this is a schooner 1000. <laughs> it looks almost like someone's family crest and it probably is. And this is a Flensburger Pilsner and it's Herbwurzig and Frisch. Und yeah. Frisch. So like herbally spiced and fresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could tell by the way we popped it. That's right. Prost. Prost. And as Jared mentioned, one of the really great things about Berlin is all of the all of the different spätis all around the different neighborhoods, or as you'll call, or as you will hear them, Keats mm-hmm. uh, tends to be the word that you'll you'll hear around here in Berlin. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic. There's a lot of really good selection of different stuff. And uh, do you think the selection is better here than in Czech Republic for beer? Hmm. Mm, I think. 
in bars in Berlin, maybe yes, because I, actually I'm not really sure why, to be honest. Maybe just because there might be. I don't know if the number of tourists is higher in Berlin. I would assume probably Berlin than Prague, but I could be wrong. There are a lot of tourists that go to Prague. Right. It's very popular. Right. But it, there, there does seem to be more variety here. I mean, I haven't been to... But it's, but it's uh, mostly German beers than Corona, right, which is yeah. interesting. Like, it's all kind of this... It's similar variety. A lot of Becks, which is yeah. a German beer, but right. it's not nothing special. Right. So... This is a, a very special episode of the Untranslatable Podcast. We're here to talk to you guys about... Uh, Berlin uh, by Nacht. Oh, yes. How did we forget that? We buried the lead. This is Berlin by Nacht. So you and I, we had a uh, goal today that we're going to go experience the town, and we're not going to get too crazy. You know, I just got here. But we wanted to experience Berlin by Nacht, and I'd say we did, I'd, I'd say we did a good job. Oh, absolutely. So can I start by giving some just quick observations now that i'm back here absolutely one it's very comforting you know i'd mentioned earlier that it's it's rough having to fully talk in german it's not rough but like i'm still new so it's like yeah work it's it's not fresh yet but it's so comforting to hear it just everywhere in the background that's very nice another thing we've joked about since i've been here the sirens always make me laugh yeah (laughs) yeah that's true and um it's a completely different th- sound than in the states. Mm-hmm. Hey. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> another thing is, uh, it's so quick. It's so funny how quickly I see Americans, and I'm just like, <laughs> amateurs. Right. right. What club are we gonna go to? <laughs> we, we saw a lot of those tonight. <laughs> Which makes sense, though. I mean, you know, this is tourist, a very touristy place to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so Berlin, it's not surprising. A lot of tourists. Just wait till we go to Berlin Mitte. You haven't even That's seen true. it. That's true. Then it's all tourist. Yeah. Mo- yeah. And I almost like like a tourist. I mean, we always joke that you're the tourist of the pod. Yeah. But like a tourist, I almost booked a hostel in the Mitte, in the Mitte. Right. I had to advise Jared against that. Mm-hmm. I'm very glad I did because Thank this you. has been a great hostel. And I guess a shout out to Backpacks uh, Fabrique. Fabrique for those non-German speakers means factory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure there's some history and reason why they call it False Fabrique. friend. Oh, fabric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's very I'd say true. that's a false friend. Yeah. Um, okay, so some other observations. Another thing I forgot about is that you can just walk around with beer. That's very freeing. Yep. The first the first one we did, I felt like a degenerate. Jared was like looking around. It was really funny. <laughs> it's like, wait, can we, we can really... Yeah. I really felt like a degenerate. And, um, you know, it's so funny... Uh, us as Americans, our concept of what freedom is, mm-hmm. because you would get, well, I would get, maybe not you, I would get shot <laughs> for drinking a beer in the street, and it's just so freeing. I love that. Other observations. Let me try to think. I got to think a little bit. Um, well, I've been here for, as I said, like eight hours at this point, and I've already hit two of my three German food staples. That's true. Start Schnitzel's with the Currywurst. Then the Duna kebab, and now we need the schnitzel. Yep. Uh, and you know that's the that's the great thing about Duna kebabs as well, and Currywurst really, and the French fries too. French fries are always bomb here. <laughs> Is that even though there are there are definitely places that are better than others, it's hard to find a like a real bad Duna or a real bad Currywurst. It seems like they got it down. It's like you can't really oh, mess definitely. This up. If if you mess it up, I'm calling some sort of health inspection bureau because you guys are illegal. Right. No kidding. Yeah, that's true. 
That's, that's true. Uh, I think that's all I have for uh, observations. So, could you explain what where we went today? What we saw? Some of the sure. places we hit. Absolutely. So uh, we are currently located in uh, Kreuzberg, is where we're staying, and uh, we went a little bit around Kreuzberg. Also went into uh, Neukölln, which are both really cool neighborhoods. Um, and the the nice thing about Berlin is the neighborhoods all have a different kind of vibe. Give us a few more days until we can really comment on the vibe because... I have a comment on the vibe. Okay. It's more of a comment that you've been making. You've mentioned a lot, uh, Berlin is so verrückt. That's been a recurring statement of yeah. you over the past couple hours. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, so for our, for our non-German listeners out there, Verrückt means crazy, and I've been saying Berlin is crazy, and I mean that in all sorts of good ways. You know, Berlin is a place you can go, and you'll see, you know, an old German Omo walking down the street, and then like a like a punk rock guy with like mm -hmm. all sorts of piercings and like a mohawk this high, mm -hmm. and all these crazy things, and you can see it. And it's what's cool about Berlin is it's you see them walking down the street, and it's and it's like normal. Mm -hmm. You know, the Oma's not looking at the punk guy oh, like my stars and stripes right exactly it's <laughs> yeah and i think uh berlin is also very tolerant about people being able to do what they want mm -hmm. for the most part you know i mean there's all these really interesting clubs we talked about the kit kat club for example yes do you want to explain the you kit can kat club? explain that one the kit clap the kit kat club well it seems like it's a very kink friendly place they uh Sex club? Is that just what it is? Is that what it is? I mean, I think you can also dance there. It's just a club, but then there's also, it's very free club. Yeah. Like, we, we read online, we haven't been there. Um, I don't think we'll be going, but we read online that the Kit Kat Club, you have to, like, basically leave your clothes at the, oh, coat, right. at the coat check. Yeah. So, and now I, I would assume it's true, but we can't always assume all things we read on the internet are true plus all the meme news that's out there before nowadays. but you know someone that is a member of the kick at club yeah, yeah I, i've talked to a couple different berliners who have been there before i go to the kick at club not that we're gonna go but if we were to go i'd have some questions one how often when's the last time this floor was cleaned important Two, question what's the sort of general temperature that you keep this place at it's right. very important <laughs> i'm taking off all my clothes <laughs> sure uh, any sort of swimming pools or anything like some that? Some of them do have swimming pools. Okay, because that's you got to be careful with that. As far as you yeah. know, it can uh, yep. cause some shrinkage. This is this the PSA for all the people out there. Right. Exactly. In <laughs> case you didn't know, swimming pools cause shrinkage. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So that's why you kind of that's a part uh, that reminds me of another observation. Speaking of kind of crazy, the graffiti. Oh, that's true. It's everywhere. It's awesome though, isn't it? It is awesome, and I love it. I think it's a great aspect of the city. And what I was trying to explain to you in German, but now that we're speaking English, I can just say it, is that, uh, <laughs> is that I, I like it, you know, and I can understand why people hate graffiti, mm -hmm. but there's almost so much of it that, it, that it's, it, like it adds to the city and that it's, it becomes art rather than uh, vandalism when it's covering right. the entire city. It kind, of, it kind of reminds me almost of like a, if you get like a big tattoo... Mm -hmm. well, if you just have one tattoo, kind of sticks out more. Yeah, but if you have like a sleeve, yeah, to me like a sleeve or a three quarter sleeve, it looks like art. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really cool to see the different colors and, and everything. I think it's the same with the graffiti in Berlin. I'd be curious to know what some of the uh, some of the residents 
think of it because clearly there's no sort of plan or goal to like get rid of it. Right. Well, one, it'd probably be too expensive. I mean, at this point, you've waited right. this long. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I don't know what the legality is on graffiti in Berlin either. Um, so it's, it's hard to say, but if it's, if the laws aren't very stringent on it, then why not? Mm-hmm. Especially if you're an so. artist. I mean, it's not all art though. Some of it's just like, well, sure. Random words and stuff and scribbles. Sure. I mean, it can't be, can't have masterpieces of graffiti everywhere. Well, and Hey, who am I to say what's art also? That's also true. Good point. Some people might be like, how dare you? Right. This took me months. It's <laughs> this all one art. line. Right. <laughs> um, and the placing of some of the graffiti is really fascinating to see. Yes. And I don't know how they do it. Parks. Right. Weirdly high up on buildings, like on the third floor. Right. It's like, who how'd higher, you get there? Higher than that, even. I believe it. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing. Another observation. Another thing I love about the city so far. Keep in mind, I've only been here for a couple hours, and it's been most, what? Most 85% of that has been in the dark. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's, it was getting dark as I got here. And so, like, I haven't even really seen it, but, like... As I've all, as I've mentioned a lot, you've mentioned that this place is crazy. What's the word I've been using a lot to explain Berlin? And I try to explain what I like about it. Chad doesn't pay attention oh, to anything no. I say. In one ear, out the other. Wow. <laughs> In one ear, not I'm the other. Legitimately, kind of offended because when I say it, you're going to be like, "Oh yeah, of course." I think oh, I remember no. you saying that okay. at some point. Were you saying it in, in English or in German? It, it works. It's it works in both languages. Oh, it's God. the same. All right. What is it? The aesthetic. Oh, God, you're right. Yeah. The aesthetic. You're right. <laughs> we were just talking about it as well with the graffiti. Yeah, that's part of the aesthetic. But there's yeah. also like this. I don't want to. I like the parks and the canals yes. and the rivers. We went over the spray earlier on the U-Bahn. There are also a lot of parks. Yeah. Like a lot of parks. There's a lot of, gr- there's a lot of green and there's a lot of water in Berlin, which yeah. is great. That's that's a cool thing about like a giant city too, is that they still preserve that, but that's like a European thing. Like, right. We, we might have to hit up the, the Victoria waterfalls. That's where Jeff and I went. I would like to see that. Yeah. It's That'd beautiful. Be cool. That'd be cool. You can walk all the way up and get a really good view. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. And see, that's the thing people, we, we have kind of planned this trip as in not planning anything besides where we're going. We know we're in Berlin these days mm-hmm. Then we'll be in Prague. And then you'll fly home and I'll be crying all the time. But that's like, <laughs> and I'll be passed out on the airplane. Like, Oh my God, I need water. Right. Um, I don't need it. <laughs> so far so good though. Right. I mean, today we kept ourselves pretty busy and it helps too that we're walkers. Mm-hmm. So we're happy to just wander. And we did a good bit of wandering. I think even though it's been, I've only ex- experienced this town in, in the dark, I've got a good lay of the land. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of know where, where things are and I know our area. You might need to tell tell our listeners out there about uh, Maps Off. Mm. Well, that's... Although I did cheat later on when we went to meet up with, with uh, a friend of mine. But. Well, Chad and I are here, and, we, and I was telling him how... Um, well, look forward to that in the coming future, I guess. But Don and I, uh, start when we travel, we like to go Maps Off. So no maps, just wander. Mm-hmm. You can't really get lost. You know, no one can get lost in 2019. Right. And it's so freeing. And it's nice to not have a constant plan, which is why we travel so great together. So right. we did that, and we fi- literally just figured out like a, a circle of, yep. of our little area, Kreuzberg, which is where we're staying. Hit us up. That's I'm right. gone by the time you hear this. That's uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up anyways, though. That's true. Untranslatable podcast uh, at gmail.com. Oh, also, spread a little love. Some five-star reviews. That's right. <laughs> and I do Stitcher. 
So yeah, we're doing Berlin by Nacht, which is German for Berlin at night. And so we did the wandering. Another observation, uh, as as the, uh, part of the Berlin by Nacht series, a lot of peeing outside. Yep. Whole lot of peeing outside. I peed outside more <laughs> today than I have in probably the past year or two. And I went camping twice. And, and, <laughs> and the funny thing is, there's a lot of other people you see at the U-Bahn. Yeah. And yeah. Hey, uh, you, you got to go and you got to go. You know? I guess. I just I kind of feel like a degenerate, you know? Yeah. How is it that I get away with not peeing outside so much in America? Well, do you try to pee outside in America? Probably not. I mean, no, why would I? I'm a, I'm a civilized American. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's just a lot of peeing outside. Um. Yeah, that's it. That's I just something else I remembered. <laughs> a lot of peeing outside. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I don't know if you're a nervous peer or if you just um, are a nervous person. <laughs> yeah, you think I'm a nervous person. <laughs> it's just so funny watching you try to like find a spot because you're like, no, not here. No, yeah. no, not here. Not here. <laughs> Gotta be careful. That's fair. Um. Okay, Berlin by Nacht. So we walked around. We walked through Görlitzer Park. Although I didn't really see much. It was dark. Right. But a uh, cool looking park. There's a weird thing in the middle where it looks like so it could fall in, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get what that was. Maybe some sort of like a canal for water, but still, Makes can't you put that in a better spot? Yeah. Who knows? Let me say this too. You're a great tour guide. Thank you. I've never Appreciate been, you. you know, I've been around you when you've been tour guiding other people. Uh-huh. Like really? in Vienna, okay. in Vienna, yeah, I, you, yeah, a couple okay. of people I've visited and I've hung around, yeah. but I've never been the recipient of a tour guide. You are so good. You're Five good stars. At, well, it's well, I've only been here for a couple <laughs> hours. We'll see. <laughs> fair, fair enough. All right. You're, I'll you're, accept four point five. You're good at giving out options. You always have ideas running in your head of places to be. You're, here, here's the thing, man. I feel like a lot of times I'm an idea guy, whereas I think you are much better at like the analyzing and the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Or am I, I it makes crazy? sense for sure. But I think maybe I just never thought about that for myself. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But I guess I know. Wait, so like a, you're the ideas guy and what, like I'm the execution person. Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. Okay. I like that dynamic. Yeah. I think we make it work. Yeah. I mean, you have like endless ideas. You're like, well, we could go here. We go to this. Yes. Place. But that's the beauty of Berlin as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Berlin is an easy city mm. to be a tour guide for. That's another good thing about Chad as a tour guide. Chad can talk to anyone. That's true. We went to a, a cool little um, bar that it was looked look like name. it was owned by everyone's Oma. Yep. And uh, and the people, I guess the people thought they recognized me or something, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. I wasn't. Jared's a celebrity already here yeah. in Berlin. Signed a couple untranslatable uh, T-shirts. <laughs> That's right. And uh, they made it themselves. We don't sell those. <laughs> Although I, I did get my, con- I did contact my lawyer and said, "Hey, cut this shit out." That's right. That's right. <laughs> or get us a check. Um, <laughs> I wasn't the guy, but the, but uh, you know, then a conversation was struck up, and they're like, "How do you speak such good German?" I, by the way, I hadn't said anything at this point. <laughs> this is all chat. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, what can I say? I'm a gangster." And then exactly, you struck up a conversation with the, uh, the bartender. You call it a, bar- a bartender. Bartender, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you started by asking her, and this has been something that I've noticed you've, I'm not going to say obsessed, that's a little ridiculous, but you've commented on before is the use of do versus Z. And so that's, 
you do and Z are both you in German. But formal and informal. Correct. And usually the for informal is used with people your age. Mm-hmm. Um, regard- it seems like regardless of you know situation. And then if anyone that's older than you, your you know, parents, grandparents, whatever, just people that seem older than you, you go Z. That's why I always say Z for Chad. Exactly. But because um, I'm a year older than you, aren't I? Mm-hmm. So there mm-hmm. you go. Almost a full, almost a full year. You're, That's right. Because October '91. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm September '92. Yep. Um, so you asked her that, and she said, "Well, you know, if it's someone your age, then you can just go ahead and be free with the Z." There you go. <laughs> Parada. <laughs> <laughs> be free with the Z. Exactly right. Um, and, and if it's a uh, you know, someone that's, you know, your age, do it, do it up and, um, <laughs> do the do. Yeah, as she exactly. Said. And, uh, I was honestly impressed at how well you were at just carrying the conversation. Cause I don't even remember where it went from there, but you were very good at just continuing it on. And she seemed both engaged and a couple uh, laughs and a smile out of yeah, it. Yeah, you can also. You're a sweet talker. You you were very good at getting really? out at the end. Like, uh, hey, when do you, when uh, what's your schedule like? Right. And I was like, oh shit. I was I was <laughs> trying to see if we could visit again at the bar. She was nice. No, I noticed that. I was you know? just that's that's a big problem for me. Is uh, ABC always be closing? And this is not just some sort of hey, listen. This is not some sort of frat boy podcast. We're not talking about getting bitties. <laughs> We're not talking about hooking up. <laughs> I'm talking about always be closing with humans. I'm terrible at like say, oh, hey, oh, we let's, have talked about that. Yeah, it's let's true. let's make this happen. Let's let's finish this. Let's let's get together again sometime. Right. I'm always just like, all right, bye bye. <laughs> right, <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> wow, where did he go? I just sneezed and he was gone. Um, and so I, I I respect that, and I, I I almost feel like I'm like I love just watching you uh, work I mean, right. I, as, as sort of an introvert myself, I don't even mind like just sitting back and watching it happen. Now, now I feel a little guilty though. I didn't involve you more in the conversation. I, did you just hear what I said? I don't want to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like observing. It seems I don't, like, it's, huh? it's just so much pressure too. Cause my German's not that good. Your German's pretty good. You talk like you, uh, you, are you kidding me? I Your German's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty good if you're just like, if I'm someone that's just traveling to order, like if I was or- doing your standard ordering stuff and going places. But as far as holding a conversation like you do, I don't think I, I'm, I'm up to snuff there yet. You'll get there. You can't get there unless you work at it, I guess. I don't know. Okay. There's no, there's no, there's no other way to do it. So you sweet talk that, uh, that young lady. And then before, so Chad mentioned, and I also mentioned that I hate it when you say this, but listen, I got to give the man props where they're due. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So I, you, you had mentioned that before I got here, you were doing some scouting for me uh, of the city. And gosh darn it, did you not scout? Tell us about Mateos. I don't even know where to begin, so I'm just going to go right to it. <laughs> yeah. He, well, first of all, big, big shout out to Mateos. Super hospitable guy, really friendly, very, very, very intelligent, and just all around fun to talk to. Mm-hmm. And the way the way it happened was, I was uh, I stayed at an Airbnb, actually in Neukölln. And I stayed there on purpose because I had never really been to Neukölln. Also, it was only I think like 30, 30 bucks for one night, so price wise, it was also pretty good. Um, and so I met Matthias there um, with his girlfriend and. Uh, yeah, we just hit it off, had a wonderful conversation, and because I speak who's, German... Who, st- who struck up the conversation? 
Matias. I mean, okay. he, he, you know, asked me where I was from. Mm, mm-hmm. At first, dude, I felt kind of bad because they were, you know, in the kitchen. I thought they were kind of doing their own thing, talking. So the, the Airbnb is their place. Yeah, yeah. And there's just a free room. And they the run it? Somebody else does. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, he is, he loves to entertain. So he, Chad and I went over. Chad met this guy. You met this guy yesterday or, yep. you know, in the middle of, you know, yesterday, this morning, whatever. And uh, he had us over to his house again. And um, he, one, he loves to talk. He's got fun facts out the wazoo. And speaking oh, of fun great. facts, yeah. here at the Untranslatable Podcast, it's not all meme news and it's not all garbage coming out of our mouths. I'm spreading some real truth every now and again. And it turns out oh, yeah. that I was yep. right regarding. So I mentioned a long time ago, Untranslatable was um, beating, uh, the, the devil, devil is beating his wife. Mm-hmm. Which means that it's raining in the, when, when the sun is out. And Mateos, Mateos? Matias. Matias, excuse me, is half German, half Hungarian. And so I, he speaks Hungarian, and so I had to run it by him. And he didn't Confirmed even realize it. it until I asked him. He's like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> and um, still, there's no answer on what that connection is. I'm still very curious about, about that. But I was right. The Hungarians also say beating the devil is beating his wife which means it's raining and it's sunny out right and he what other kind of fun facts did he have he talked about oh, all sorts all sorts that was why it was so great to talk to him another interesting thing I, that he, he talked about was um the difference between say germany and france and how um france oh, yeah, is way more protective of their culture and language and language yeah and how um Oh, yeah, because also there were some of his girlfriend's friends from Switzerland mm-hmm. who were French speakers. Yep. And so he was talking about how um, they're way more protective of their culture and language and how the Germans, which, you know, things like downloading or Googled or things like that, mm-hmm. they're way more accepting. Computer. Yeah, computer. The French still say la ordinateur. For computer, yeah. And uh, how, and I guess I never thought about that. Where would, so English, you know, we're spoiled because yeah, that wouldn't work with English because we have so many different. We don't really have the ability to. I mean, we obviously we take words from other languages, but I mean, bro, look at look at even the way slang has evolved. How so in English? I don't think there would be like a way. Cajones. Well, that comes from Spanish. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's just so many different words, and even nowadays, like words like lit, you know, like slang terms, like mm-hmm. how. I just don't think you could do it the same way that the French do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I guess, yeah, I see what you're saying. We, uh, yeah, so I guess it's a blessing and a curse of yeah. the English language. Is we, we don't have the ability to adopt other languages' slang as easily. Right. Well, depends. On a big, on a, well, it's not even slang. Hold on, sorry, my glasses are killing me. No worries. It's not even slang, though, it, because it's, you're, you're adopting like the words so we're, it's right. not even that because like download that's not slang that's just a word right so they're adopting their actual language right and so yeah we have the ability to adopt slang cojones americans say that that probably don't even realize that they're speaking spanish right but um that's not gonna happen that's not really happening with like full words is it i mean i'm just putting you on the spot Who maybe, maybe not <laughs> so matias let's get back to him what else are we going to say about, oh, he likes to be, he likes to play tour guide also, much like yep. Chad. Yep. And I wrote down yep. some maybe recommendations. That's why, that's, maybe that's why we clicked so well. But yeah, I mean, the other thing is he, he knows his history. 
He knows his languages. Um, yeah, it's just fun to talk to him. And I think that's the cool thing when you go to a city like Berlin. Um, there's just so many interesting people you can meet, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think Berlin is like a whole nother world than anywhere in Germany, anywhere in the world. Berlin is Berlin. There's nothing on the planet quite like it. As someone that spent a lot of time in Dusseldorf, uh, it definitely seems like a completely different country as far as the culture goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, cause at least it seems like everyone in Dusseldorf was way more proper. And I don't know if that's a, I don't think that's a quote unquote Dusseldorf thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's just a German thing, but I, but I think it's Berlin. That's the one that's the outlier. And it is very, it is very interesting. And almost not that we've really had any interactions with people like this, but it does seem like a way more, well, I guess you have like a way more friendlier, like a way friendlier city. Yeah. I would say people for the most part are pretty open, very tolerant mm-hmm. of, you know, people's, you know, race, religion, sexual orientation. And that's the cool thing about Berlin. Like I've heard from a lot of people, you know, when I was scoping out different places to go and things to do, like the number one thing I read from a lot of people that were either had moved to Berlin or were Berliners. They said, when you come to Berlin, just be yourself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. You can just be you here, whatever. And however that may be. Yeah. I've seen a lot of cool styles, a lot of cool clothes. We might hit up a thrift shop. I think that would be a lot. No, we definitely are going to hit up the thrift shop. I would love to see that. Yeah. It's not too far from here. Um, can I give you some other ideas for places we can hit up? Absolutely. These are, uh, courtesy of Matias. Mm -hmm. The first one is Kleptow park. Yep. What's what's at Treptow Park? They have the really big Soviet monument there. Oh yes, yes. We talked. We did talk a little mm-hmm. bit about uh, socialismus and socialismus kunst. That's right. Can you tell the listeners what that is? Uh, well, I I can't really explain what it is, but I do know it was just like a. It's just like. I mean, socialist art. It, even more than it being like specific. I mean, it is a specific style of art, but it seems like it kind of sums up like a. a like an era in yeah. German in oh, German definitely. history, definitely. And it's it's less like a you know obviously it's, as I've said it's a kind of art, but it's you're it's it's a way broader than that of a of a mm-hmm. of a because when I you know I, I first heard that term in the Never Look Away movie that I reviewed a couple of weeks ago, and um, I thought it was just used as like an insult. Well, it was used as an insult because they were in Dusseldorf and they're like, oh, we're the new trendy art, and you're just right. painting stuff on an easel. <laughs> right, right, and um. So I always just thought thought it was some sort of insult. I didn't I didn't realize that it was like a a culture more than like it was. Sure. Yeah, of course. Do you, have you, you did you, you knew a lot of you like you familiar with uh not a lot about socialismus kunst, but I've heard the term before and I I've, I've definitely seen plenty of examples. That's another thing about Matthias is he he'll make you feel dumb. You think so? Excuse me. Here's another thing about Matthias. He'll make me feel dumb. <laughs> <laughs> It just reminds me of how little I know. But in my defense, I'm what, 35 years younger than him? I'm sorry. I just had to no, put a little. No, not, no, not I just had to put a solo burn for no reason. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to get invited back to his place. Another place we could go, thank you, courtesy of Matthias, one of our friends, <laughs> is uh, Karl Mark, Mark Strasse. Karl Marx Ali. Oh, I wrote Strasse. Ali. Ka- we already were on Karl Marx Strasse today. Oh, there's two se- those are two separate streets? Yeah, yeah. Two, it's two separate things. Yeah. He explained. Karl Marx, Karl Marx Allee as like a Champs-Élysées. Was that the street was, he was talking it about? It was a Champs-Élysées uh, of Berlin. Of, of the East. Of the East? East Berlin. East Berlin. Okay, because you could say of Berlin though, couldn't you? Cause, or is there like one of West Berlin? Uh, 
Mm, I don't. I don't know. That's a good question. The Champs Elysees is a big shopping street in Fran- in Paris. Oh, Kurfürstendamm in the west. Okay, that's the I mean, I don't, Yeah, I know the stop. Yeah. I just I don't I don't I don't know the street that well to to oh, to we're claim gonna, we're, when we hit Mitte, you, you can't miss it. We we will be going there. Well, okay. Let me let me also give a couple of my tourist tips while you read through Matthias's uh, because I mean Matthias, they're very good. Um, but he definitely has a different outlook on, on Berlin. I think he'll give you a really cool and kind of authentic type of tips, mm-hmm. right? whereas mine are more your traditional touristy things. We took the test. I'm the tourist, <laughs> so I'm going to give you the tourist yeah, places. Um, y- y- like Brandenburger Tor. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to see the, the Bundestag or the, the um, Parliament building. I would like to see the East Side Gallery in daylight. Yep. We can do that tomorrow, no problem. Yeah, that's right across. We're the, walking distance away, which is great. I, but that's but that's th- those are the things that he recommends. Well, I guess some of them we could know, we could figure out, but you, it seems like you have to know the city to know it. Like you can't just right Google he, it and, and find he these really things. Really knows his stuff. Yeah, he seems to really enjoy this, and he seems mm-hmm. like he gets around the city. Like he was talking about how he was in some other uh, Keats. This time. Yeah, that was is that not close to here? He was talking like he went on a journey. I don't think it's that far. I mean, with the, oh, okay. with the public transit. That's true. It's quick. I mean, the, the nice thing is I think most things in Berlin, unless you're really going from one side to another, most places you can reach within 30 to 40 minutes. Which is, excuse me, which isn't bad. I would say 30, 40 minutes if you. Yeah, no, that's not bad at all. Yeah. I got one more place. Donau 115. Yeah. Which is German for Donau. Danube. Oh, that's right. Danube 115. And it's like a jazz club. Oh, that was the jazz club. That was the jazz club. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to check that out for sure. Now, we've been having some discussions. Oh, that's true. Yes, we have. About whether or not we're going to go to a club. What do you think? I think, well, I'll start with what I think. Okay, go for it. <laughs> I hate clubs. I hate bumping into people. I hate loud music blasting so loud that I can't talk. I hate feeling like a loser, which I often do at clubs. But I feel like it's foolish to go to Berlin and not experience a club, at least one. And I also am so afraid to wait in line and think just to get rejected. Yeah. It happens here. I don't take rejection well. Right. It won't happen in Prague. I can tell you that much. But I think we might as well try it. I'm not sure where, but we'll think about it and we'll, we'll have to see. Okay. Have have you been to any? Have you had any enjoyable club experiences in I Berlin? Mean, years and years ago, in 2015, I went to Matrix. But I think Matrix has changed a lot since I went there because mm-hmm. it seems like it's a lot more younger people. When I say younger, I mean like 16, 17, 18. Uh oh, here we go. <laughs> and now I'm going to do it. But yeah, 16, 17, 18, and um, yeah. It's just not quite the same, but there's a lot of tourists there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the cool thing about Berlin is, and one of the reasons why I keep saying it's so crazy, is on the weekends, a lot of places, there are clubs that are open from like Thursday night or Friday night, all the way straight through until Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Which like, a lot of Berliners, I think they, they don't... See what you did? A lot of Berliners don't go out and party like late at night like the tourists do, or they'll mm-hmm. go way later, um, which I think is kind of cool. You know, like you know you're a tourist when 
Yeah, but what's the what's the practicality to partying at that time? This throws off your whole schedule. Don't that these people have jobs on Monday? Doesn't well, <laughs> I'm I'm sure on Sunday nights they. Yeah, I don't know what they do. That's I just don't understand question. the logic to that timing. Well, I don't think I would assume a lot of them. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if they go to work on. I would assume they party on Friday or Saturday. But the Sunday. places, I mean, or, these places. Well, he, here's the thing, dude. Because they're open all the way string until Monday. If you're a Berliner that has to work on Monday, you can still go to the club at noon or two o'clock. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Party for four or five hours. It's seven or eight. Go home and sleep and you go to work. Sounds like a terrible plan. Sounds like a great plan, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> the Yana like us. Right. In That's another shirts. thing, though, that we talked about and that I've done some research on is that if you want to get into a club in Berlin, a lot of times it helps. If you're a tourist, especially an American, and you might be loud, um, don't talk too much in line. Don't be too loud. Um, I don't know. There's there's all sorts of you stuff. Can't you can't even talk to read. each other, like your friends, in this long-ass line that you depends, might not even... It depends on the line. Like I read somewhere that... Are they allowed to smoke cigarettes? Do they just sit there and smoke cigarettes in silence? In silence. That's all you can do is smoke cigarettes. That's real. I need to start no, smoking cigarettes. But, uh, but, <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like... I've, I've read all sorts of, and who knows how true it is, but I would assume, I mean, a lot of these people, it seems like they were tourists traveling to Berlin, and um, this is what they were told either by Berliners mm-hmm. or found it online. Like, I read about Berghain, which is probably the most famous club in Berlin by far. Um, you want to wear darker clothing. This is not from my experience, just what I've read, more I've heard. You want to wear darker clothing. They don't let a ton of foreigners in. A lot of these clubs don't seem to want foreigners or tourists. Right. right. Which, which in a way, I kind of understand. Tourists kind of sometimes go a little too crazy. Do you think, oh, you think it's like just because they don't know what they're doing? Could be. Huh. I mean, I, they yeah. would know better than me. Right. Right. They probably yeah. see it all the time. Right. I mean, I just, my experience in Prague, I see all, all sorts of uh, stag parties and most of them are like British mm-hmm. and they go, they go wild, completely wild. And I mean, not that it's bad to have a good time, but like, I think sometimes when you're a tourist, you overdo it a little bit, right? You know, cause you're on vacation, you're there to have fun, you're there to party. And I'm sure places don't want to get the reputation as like the tourist, the tourist club place. or like tourist Definitely. bar. Right. It's not a good look. Right. Cause then that, yeah, no. Cause then you, you, it ruins the, uh, the vibe that you're trying to put there. Cause it's just like a bunch of people like, Oh, what's this place? And it's like you can always tell in a place that's like too touristy, because it seems like there, there's either a lot of shenanigans going on or a lot of like hanging around, you know? Right. Sometimes I like the touristy places occasionally. Like there's a place in Vienna called the Travel Shack. Did you ever go there? No, you mentioned that to me. Love the Travel Shack. It's owned, I'm pretty sure, by some Aussies, and it just it, it's always a good time. Like the group there, like people are always pretty friendly. Uh, seem very open-minded, you know, very fun to talk with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so I think depending on where you are, um, tourist places can be good, sometimes not so good. Was you was in Prague where, last time you were there, you went to some tourist places? No, 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 no. This was in Austria, in Vienna. No, but I remember you talking to me about when you were in Prague last time, you went to like where there's a, some yeah, British yeah, people yeah. there? Yeah, I went to... Uh, Oh, you don't remember the name of the street? Some honky-tonk place or something? Well, James Dean Bar. James Dean Bar. James Dean Bar. Right. Yeah, yeah. Lots of tourists. Um, That's on uh, Deloha Street. Mm. Deloha is Czech for long. 
And so it was like, it's basically the biggest tourist party street. There's a bunch of bars um, right next to each other. And that's really fun just to do some people watching. Yeah. This, you know, there's, I bet you there's some good places to do people watching here too. Oh, absolutely. Everywhere. Yeah, I guess just walk around. Yeah. <laughs> I really do like like the scene here. I could see myself living here. Yeah, it's a cool place. And I've been here like for hours, and, I, and I'm making this declaration. Right? Well, <laughs> you're actually, fun fact, everybody, Jared's actually not going to leave Berlin now. Nope. Nope. You're not even going to go to Prague. You're, you're nope. just going to say I've nope. seen all I need to see. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just permanently renting a uh, room at the Baxpax Kreuzberg. Oh, speaking of Baxpax Kreuzberg, this is the hostel we're staying at. It's fantastic. It is fantastic, although... The showers. I like oh, to think yeah. it's. Yeah. I, 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 You're not used to that hostile uh, life, though, man. I'm no prude. You know, I'll 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 walk around in my underwear at the Kit Kat Club. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, ah, it's just, it's just not. It's 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 not. It's just the convenience of not having to like of being able to step out of your shower and then just. Continue, like you're not having to be like, all right, now I gotta put stuff on, then go over and make sure people don't see my. I mean, you could just wrap a towel around it and walk back to the room. That's true. Just saying. Do you, what, do you think they get mad if I just went naked? Maybe. I don't just know. let the just let the air dry me off. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna get us kicked out of the hostel. <laughs> I'll do it on. I'll do it Tuesday. There Tuesday morning when we're already checking there out. Problem solved. Uh, is there any other Berlin by Nacht things that have really been on your mind or anything? I'm trying to think of some other things. I mean, just a recap. You, you have to visit the Spades. Yes. Either for beer, for water, for a little snack, for whatever. Um, I don't know. Look, check out the waterways. Even at night, they're really beautiful. The rivers, mm-hmm. the canals. Um, what else? Berlin is huge. Oh, it's gigantic. It's interesting, the dichotomy of you know part like not party areas but like hopping areas and then we uh, walk down some like very full-on silent residential streets which is really nice i mean the the thing about berlin uh by nacht or by tag Mm -hmm. or or at daytime it's very uh different you can find everything here yeah you find those quiet residential areas you can find the streets with all the bars and crazy you know restaurants and all sorts of different stuff um, I, I think Berlin is a good place to have fun. Like I think that's why a lot of people like to come here. I've had fun so far. Right. We both have. And that's too an, much fun. That's another reason why I uh, could see myself living here because it's got everything everything one could want. There's I, almost I like. too much to do. Like, it's oh, yeah, to for decide. sure. For sure. I mean, there's definitely too much to do if you're talking about the entire city of Berlin. Right. I'm making noise. I'm not just... Uh, <laughs> I mean, but there seems like there's plenty to do just in Kreuzberg alone. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing, though, too, is when you come to Berlin, stay at a hostel, mm-hmm. stay at an Airbnb, mm-hmm. do some couch surfing. Mm-hmm. That way you can meet people. Yes. You know, we haven't really met a ton of people at our hostel, but we've also been gone for most of the day. Not yeah. really spending a lot of time at the hostel, which mm-hmm. makes a big difference. You know, if um, and plus, I don't think the bar was open today. Um, they have a bar here. Yeah, did you not see it downstairs right when you walk in? I think that's the bar. Oh, yeah. It didn't look open. Um, So maybe if they open the bar tomorrow, we'll see. Um, I need to get like some clips of you you small talking. Just for, so I can, not even, 
for the gram just so I can use you'll it for practice. You'll just have to sneak them. You'll just have to sneak them. I don't know how you do it. I, I can't do it. I don't know. Pretend you're taking selfies for a couple minutes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, I don't know how to like do the conversation, not the self. Not, well, not the conversation, pictures. dude, it's easy. Here, let's, uh, let's do a little Berlin by Nacht, a little uh, making, making friends in Berlin small talk conversation. Okay. Example. So, I mean, the easiest question to ask. Kommen Sie aus Berlin? Is that what you're going to say? Or if they're your age, what would you say? Oh, see, I'm, I'm too formal. That's right. Kommst du aus Berlin? Exactly. And then they'll say yeah or nine. Mm-hmm. And then they'll ask me where I come from. Right. Hopefully. But depending, right. I mean, a conversation is usually give and take, so you hope they would <laughs> Please ask you. Ask right? me where I come from. Right. But the other thing <laughs> I have nothing is, else. I mean, no matter what they say, there's always tons of questions you can ask. And like I've mentioned on the podcast before, I think a big thing about having any good conversation with someone is you have to be genuinely interested. Yeah. You, you mentioned how I don't pay attention. Because mm-hmm. uh, you're not generally interested. Right, exactly. <laughs> I get no. it. Um, but, but you know what I mean? Like if you, if you show that you're interested and you're paying attention, I think people definitely can feel that. And they can they respond that. to that. Right. Like, like, the, like the bartender earlier. You know, she I seemed was, to respond to that. Right. And I was really listening to her. You know? And I was genuinely interested because, one, I was curious about the doing Z. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get her opinion on it. And I've heard it a lot around here. You know, it, do it, it, it? Yeah, yeah. It didn't just come out of thin air. I've heard so many people use do with people that I usually would use Z with, which is why I ask. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't want to be rude, but I also don't want to be so formal that it's like I don't even know how to describe. No, I, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to come off like a some robot or something. Right. Exactly. No, I get that. I get that. And Berlin's a chill city. Yeah. You know, you I don't want to come off like a cop. Right. right exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so, so I don't know. I mean, the big thing is be interested, ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I like to try to find some type of common ground. So I ask about music because as our listeners know, we love music here at the Untranslatable Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to ask about, you know, all sorts of different stuff. Find out what they're interested in. And the other thing that I sometimes do, and I don't know if this is weird to say, but I really like going into a conversation thinking, what can I learn from this person? Mm-hmm. From Matthias, we learned a lot. We learned some Hungarian words. We learned some uh, cool new German words. Uh, we learned that the devil being his wife works in, what, Southern American English and mm-hmm. also Hungarian, Hungarian which yeah. is pretty cool. And it was, see, and that's the thing. It really was delightful seeing seeing his reaction when you asked about that phrase. Yeah. And it's when you get those reactions like that. Yeah, because at first he was like, what are you talking about? Then he's like, oh, wait a second. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I think that's kind of when you're starting to like unlock the door and open it up to, mm-hmm. to that really like, you know, kind of breaking the floodgates of having a, an interesting conversation. Yeah. Because I think a conversation a lot of times can be what you make it. It can be boring regular small talk or it can be really interesting stuff that people care about you know and so there's my in a nutshell well, that's good advice conversation starters that's good advice i think i i struggle to to show interest like uh-huh. like and i feel like a lot of small talk topics i think are just like just to it's have fluff. something to say yeah, yeah but that's why you got to dig deeper and i think you can use the basic questions to dig deeper yeah. But it just depends on how you're viewing it. And I think 
I think the cool thing about Berlin is you can you can take Berlin at face value with all the crazy graffiti and the alternative people with, you know, different colored hair and, you know, big holes in their ears. Right. And tattoos and all sorts of Mm -hmm. stuff. Or you can look at it as I look at a lot of the people that live in Berlin as kind of, oh, they're maybe they're kind of artsy or they're kind of interesting or they're, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like you could look at for a lot of people, sadly, I think older generations would see these people and think, oh, these, these people are crazy. They're nuts. They're freaks, whatever. I think it's like, all right, they're probably super cool is in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Maybe there's some cool story, but behind the the crazy tattoos they have, or you know, it's just it's just different. One more thing that bothers me about <laughs> this is just maybe more of a European thing, or I don't know, I don't really don't know, but there is something that's kind of annoying to me that it seems like uh, it's just assumed, or it, or it's the case that every African slash black person is a drug dealer. Yeah, it's a it's it's. It's 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 annoying, but I've also had plenty of them be like, "Hey, you need anything?" Right. <laughs> As we're yeah. just walking down the street. Right. Yeah. It's like no. I, I, I no. mean, you, you remember though when we were in Austria, when we had mm-hmm. our orientation, the director of our program even said that. Yeah. And he said it sounded very blunt at the time, but right. uh, it's true. Right. Yeah. Right. It's completely true. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know though, man. I mean, there's there's stereotypes, sadly, for. All sorts of different people too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, and it's it's different too because I think, you know, in in the states, you know, it's just a different here. I mean, the I think most people here are, are from Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, either immigrated from Africa, their parents are from Africa, whereas you know, in the states, you know, most black people have been there for for generations. Mm-hmm. You know, not all of them. But like right, a lot of yeah, them. that like the yeah, the most of most of them have been, yeah, right, yeah, no, that's that's true. It's a different different uh, like uh, circumstances, right, exactly. And it's just you know, I'm putting my own sort of cultural uh, th- views on it, sure. And it's like well, I think that's normal. And if, if that were the case in the U.S., it would, or you know, if people had that sort of um, stereotype in the U.S., it would it would probably be a little bit more problematic than it seems to be here. Right. Yeah. Without a doubt. I also saw children today buying drugs. That was a weird sight. Remember that? Yeah, they were. They look like they were like 15. 15. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are 15 year olds in America doing the same. Oh, I'm sure. I'm the sure. The only difference is I just want to be like, come on. It, right. You just what do you do with your life, kid? Street, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing, though. I mean, that's the, the thing about big city living mm-hmm. is I think you I think when you live out in the country, you know, I grew up kind of out in the country. You know, kids still do that stuff, but it's not as, I, I don't think it's as readily available. I could be wrong, but I think because we're in such a big city. Yeah. I mean, in Berlin, you can find everything you want, everything you need, regardless. You know, it could be restaurants, it could be clubs, bars, or nefarious things. Yeah. You know? <laughs> nefarious things, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. So, so that's just how, how it is, you know? Um yeah, but I kind of like that vibe a little bit. You know, not, I'm not saying it's uh, drug dealers are great people. I'm actually, yeah, I, I'm not saying they're terrible. I don't really people know either. where you're going with this, but no, but I, I like that. I, I like the. Um, I mean, it just goes back to the variety, and I don't think all. Nef- How do I say this? Yeah, there are nefarious aspects to a city, but I think some of those nefarious aspects. There's a line between it being like a problem, in it 
adding like some culture to the city. Mm-hmm. And I don't see these drug dealers as a problem generally, at least once again, in the hours that I've been here, they've been nothing but friendly. One of them said, I greet you, you greet me back. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but so far, I like it. I'm excited to see some of the old school Zangsvurdenkaiten, Zangsvurdenkaiten, the sightseeing, and then see some of this weird stuff that... It's going to be awesome. Sorry, I just took a... I just had a big burp. Some of this weird stuff that Matthias has mentioned... Yeah, it'll be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. For sure. For sure. I think with that, we should uh, tune out and mm-hmm. uh, tune back in. What do you think? Sounds good. So, who, who, so tonight we're going to have uh, yet, we're not going to do another Buy Knocked podcast. We're going to torture people with that again. Right. But, um, <laughs> What, um, what, tell us about, um, what's the guy's name that we're seeing tonight? We're going to dinner with this dude. Ferdinand. So my buddy Ferdinand, uh, was an exchange student at my high school. Oh. And he played tennis. I also played tennis back in the day. He's from Berlin or he just lives here now? No, he's from Schwäbisch Hall. Okay. Really beautiful place, uh, like in the south by Stuttgart. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, super nice guy. Uh, very friendly. Uh, a couple years younger than us. Really intelligent, really bright guy. Um, and I actually saw him with Jeff while I was here as well. We had dinner. Um, was really, really nice. And he works actually at a company. Um, oh, shoot. I'm seeing the name in my head now. And it's, it's can't, can't get what it kind out. Of co- what kind of. Um, oh, man. I'm completely blanking. Completely blanking on his name. Uh, the name of the company. Um, but it's like, uh, I told you, they have like the photo booths. Oh, yeah. Like, they look kind of like an iPhone. Mm-hmm. You can take pictures, and they have, like, different events at all sorts of, you know, they bring oh, these, like, right. when Bayern has, like, a, like, a big party, they'll, mm-hmm. like, install one of those there. Don- Upreach. Outreach. Upreach. 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 There we go. Don- there you go. Had <laughs> it. Don and I went to a, uh, a rooftop bar in New York City, and at our hotel, it was at our hotel, and they had, they had like, the rooftop bar was rented out for a party. Okay. But it seems like people were still allowed in there. I couldn't tell. Huh. But uh, Donna, they had, had a... Had to be um, on the list. They, they rented a, a, a photo booth for the party, and Don and I spent a good five minutes in there <laughs> just going to town. I believe it. And I really... Uh, we so we so wish that we could, like, see the people that, that were hosting the party go through it. Like, who are those guys? <laughs> right? <laughs> just these two random guys. That's great. Uh, yeah. Why are most of these pictures these two guys? Who are they? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm so bad at photo booths. I don't know how to like. Um, I don't have enough facial expressions. I think you do. You just gotta somehow. In the moment, I don't. Let's put it that way. Okay. People do say I have a very expressive face. Okay, I mm-hmm. could see that a little bit. Mm-hmm. My sister that. says I'm super monotone though and unexpressive. Uh, I feel like oh. I'm in a therapist office right now. Right. So tell me more, Jay. <laughs> it's the sofas. I can't help it. Right. It's the sofas. Right. <laughs> These chairs are comfy. This is a. I have to say, I would highly recommend this hostel to anybody coming to Berlin, especially if you want to visit uh, Kreuzberg. Uh, Backpacks Fabrik. It's yes. absolutely fantastic. It, you, uh, disclaimer, though. Be okay with communal showers. Yep, and communal baths. I've seen a lot of Chad these past couple of days. Seen just, a lot just what Jared of came here for. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I, yeah, communal bathrooms. I'm fine with it, obviously, but it's not my it's not my favorite. Well, yeah, it's nice to have your own bathroom. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you don't have to leave the room, walk down the hall, but it could be worse. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, we, we forgot to look for flip flops. Oh, we did. Yeah. Well, maybe tomorrow. It does feel super gross stepping on those in the showers without flip flops. Yeah. It's like this is probably not super amputated. sanitary, but when in Berlin, I guess, and you're underprepared. It seems like since we've been here that uh, this is, I mean, German food is, is not that's not really that big of a deal here. Like, like you don't go here for German food. Like this is like any sort of big city. You have right. such variety. Yeah, you have so many different choices. It's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really want to go to that Mexican restaurant, but I'm curious to know how they what their take on Mexican food is. Right, and it's interesting to see different cultures how they, yeah, how they prepare it and everything because it's hard to say. Like, there's a Mexican place in Prague that's actually really good. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's actually run by Mexicans, and the food is pretty good. It's yeah. not the the big difference. Though, I was talking to a friend of mine, is in in the way cuisine tastes around the world is you're using different ingredients from around the world. You right. Know, you don't get the same flour, the same vegetables, the same meat. This from is the same, same stuff country. with like pizza and pasta in Italy. Right. Is that they claim that w- like they use some the flour they use or right. like and the water. something about the water. Yeah. yeah. Makes it different. People claim that about New York too. Oh, your bagels suck. It's the water. You know, uh-huh. you need this hard water. I don't know if that's true, but yeah, they, yeah, they I'm no, no bagel expert here. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, your Pauza would say otherwise. Is that <laughs> is that uh, what it was? Pauza. Plauza. Oh damn it! <laughs> the insult uh-huh. works way better if I get the the yeah. word right. Plauza <laughs> is a good word, which is funny because um, I think in Berlin they also use the term schnauze. It's like your yeah yeah like your, your schnauz. Yeah, maybe yeah. Is that's also a kind of dog, isn't it? That's a schnauzer. Oh, okay, mm-hmm, I think, but yeah, pretty close. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna go get Vietnamese food. Yep, and um, then maybe hit the club. Yeah, we'll see. Every time you say that, I'm not even kidding. Like I kind of get you butterflies on my stomach. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> All right. I I, I um, but it, I just I, I wish I was just that person that I could just be like, fuck it, hit the dance floor and just go crazy. Pop some, yeah. takes take whatever pills well, people put in your on. hands. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, and that, go for that'll it. Happen, people. Every time I've been to a club in Berlin, I've definitely been asked. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, that seems like, but uh, I like, I like that, you know, um, there are also some people there as Matthias mentioned, who just go, just go to dance. Yeah. He, I know? mean, he, his, yeah. I mean, first of all, I, I'm not, I'm not a random pill kind of guy. Right. <laughs> uh, I was going to say not that I'm judging, but I actually, I probably would. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just not my thing either. Um, but he, I mean, yeah, he's, he barely drinks. He, he's talking about how he likes a Weingish splits, but it's like. One third wine, two thirds water. Like that's right. barely wine at that point. Yeah, but I think it's just to get a little bit of the little bit yeah. of the taste. You know? And if 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 you know if alcohol affects you like that, then you know it affects you like that. I'm kind of right. Find those people. I, I'm a little jealous of them. Right. I wish I could drink a third <laughs> glass of wine and be like, <laughs> who knows? Maybe in a couple of years, slow be, down. You, know, you never know. <laughs> you never know. But yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. I think the other thing about Berlin is is yeah. It's just whatever you want to see, whatever you want to do. It's very easy to get to. Yeah. Public transportation. It's easy to. We're, yeah, we're going to see a whole new side of Berlin uh, yep. tonight. Yes, we are. Uh, is, is, what's this? What's his area called? Is this is where he lives? Um, I, I'm not sure if that's where he lives. Okay. That's a good question. I don't have my phone in front of me. Um, but yeah. When's the last time you saw him? When I was here with Jeff. Oh right, right, so right, right. Summer. Okay, I didn't know if it was like since high school or something, and is this going to be some weird that was reunion? The last time I saw him. Before oh, beforehand. That, yeah. Oh, good. So, uh, but he's one of those friends where, 
you know, I'm sure a lot of our listeners will relate to this. He's one of those friends that you can, you see him after a long time and it's like, no time has passed. Right. Yeah. Like you're still good friends. I love talking to him. You can go back right back into conversation. Like, right. uh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Right. Um, um, what does he do? Oh, that's right. You he just said for that. Upreach. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm excited. And then tomorrow will be full on, uh, tourist mode, right? Yep. I assume that's the plan. As I hope this is this this is the alluring yet scary thing about Berlin is you can stay out all night. So we got to be careful and yeah. try to get to bed early. Yeah. And we still haven't decided yet what clubs we're going to go to. Um, what you know, I think both of us would prefer a bar. Well, I think that's what will seems like that's what we'll end up doing. Maybe we'll Could like be. check There's out a, a club a roof, if rooftop bar and yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's the thing. You can just wander around Br- Berlin, and we found all sorts of different places. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, and I'm sure we'll we'll find a cool bar somewhere. Oh, but most definitely. I, yeah. maybe I'm maybe I'm foolish for thinking that I gotta visit a club just because I'm in Berlin, because I don't like yeah. it anyway. Like I, I'm not yeah. really gonna enjoy it. Well, I feel and like. it's it's funny when when a couple people from Berlin have suggested that to me, like you know, take you to a club. Um, when I when my response is yeah we're both not really huge club people, mm-hmm. then they were kind of like all right well there's a lot of other cool bars and stuff but yeah. I think a lot of people do come to Berlin just for the clubbing scene that's just not why we're here. We've definitely seen a couple tourists, a couple drunken tourists last night. Oh yeah, yeah, more than a couple. <laughs> yeah. And to all of our American listeners, if you guys could do us a solid, <laughs> just speak a little quieter. <laughs> As I yell with laughter. Right, right. That's so true, though. It is true. It, 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 <laughs> it's not even that our, our, like, the American or English accent, or, you know, excuse me, American accent sticks out that much. It's just we do naturally talk louder than everyone. Right. I don't know why that is. I really don't, but, yeah. Yeah, we do. You can even notice it, like, like, for, like uh, when you go to restaurants or something. Right. Like, just the hum is so much lower. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's a different atmosphere. It's a different culture. Yeah. And, and that's why I enjoy speaking German with you because I feel like we uh, we do a lot of whispering. Do you remember that's true. for whisper, Jared? Knisper? No, that's, kn- I think that's of knisper. crunchy. Yeah, knusprig. Uh, flüstern. Flüstern, right. Yeah. yeah well, Jared that, loves to test me on my German. <laughs> this has been going on for five, six years now. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. So whenever we're together, uh, we'll be walking around and then a random word will pop into Jared's mind or I'll say something. <laughs> go, oh, how do you say that in German? So he's going to keep him on, Aren't you a teacher? Me on my toes. Right. <laughs> Teach me. Right. That's true. <laughs> I should be charging you money for all these lessons over the years. You're an invoice oh, when you shit. go back to uh, Philly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, great trip, buddy. Dollars. Just get this to me by uh, <laughs> yeah, right. the end of the week and everything will be okay. That's right. If not, I'm going to send my buddy Ronnie over. And Where's my money? Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. How much was that fake mustache? Right. Speaking of, of learning, though, I also think that's the cool thing about Berlin. Yes. Is you learn a lot, I think, about yourself. Mm-hmm. I think I think when you come here, you have to, you either have to be more tolerant and open-minded because people here are just different. Mm-hmm. I think in a cool way and a good way. But it's, you know, if you grow up from a small town, you're not going to see people with the same style. You know, you're not going to see graffiti everywhere at home if you came from a small town and you come to Berlin. Mm-hmm. So you have to be tolerant and get kind of used to the big city life a little right yeah you know yeah for sure and i think maybe it helps me a little bit because i'm already coming from a big city right but it still is a very different vibe than philadelphia but oh sure but that sort of big city scene is not foreign to me at all 
Right. Um, so, by the way, don't think I didn't forget that you got got earlier today. I was, I was going to ask <laughs> what you were going to, going to say that. Can you, can you, I think that's kind of an untranslatable. Got got? Oh, yeah. So, got got means essentially to get caught doing, or either to get caught doing something or to get caught, essentially get to get caught. Get duped. Get, get duped, swindled. get tricked, get caught, yeah. And so, like, um, me and my cousin used to always say that uh, to each other. You got got. And in high school, we would say it like, uh, like I, I'd be like, say I'd be going down the freeway and I'd be going like eighty-five or ninety, mm-hmm. and uh, and, and he's like, and I'd be like, I, and uh, he'd be like, slow down, I ain't trying to get got. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it essentially just means to get tricked or caught for something. So we right. were walking, and as I mentioned on the by Nacht episode, I've kind of gotten used to ignoring people that approach me on the street. Mm-hmm. And sort of just going by and saying no thanks or not even saying anything. Right. Chad's the opposite. He, oh, I'm he, horrible at that. He, horrible at it. Oh, before we even get to that, let's talk about what happened yesterday with our uh, two friends from Leipzig. Oh, what the hell right. was that? You're right. <laughs> in hindsight, I should have said something, but they they came up to us speaking English, responding yeah. in German. They were asking us if there was a Sparkasse, which is like a type of bank. That was weird to begin with. They came up to us speaking English. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they're German. You spoke German to them. Yep. And then they kept speaking German. Why were they coming up to us speaking English? Because I'm sure they assumed we were American. Were we speaking English or German at the time? Probably German. And also, we were pretty far away from them. before. Like They started coming up to us before yeah. they could probably hear us. Maybe we look like it. I've been told Maybe. by a lot of people I look American, whatever Maybe. the hell that means. I think I, can, I feel like I can spot out America, some Americans by looking at them, even right. ones that don't that dress. Uh, but it, with used, some it used class. to be right. <laughs> it used to be more in the sneakers. Yeah. But now a lot of Europeans are wearing sneakers. It's too. because like the Nike, sh- like Nike's really killing it. So like you right. know, like the cool running shoes are, are comfy. in. Yeah. I'm wearing Nike's right now. They're yeah. super comfy, waterproof. Well, I'm Adidas, but uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so those two, two. So go ahead, keep going with this because uh, so, I'm still so they confused. They asked us where the Sparkasse was in English. I responded in German. I said something along along the lines of, I'm sure there's one around here somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you asked also, do you, don't you have a cell phone? Yep, yep. I asked him in German, you know, don't you, don't you have a cell phone? He was like, yeah, he pulls it out, starts to hand it to me. I'm like, bro, why are you, <laughs> why are you handing it to me? Like, I'm just, I'm going to do the exact same thing you could do. Right. <laughs> and I asked him, I was like, can't you type it in? And he's like, and he, he, they didn't seem like they said, they seemed pretty like re- relatively sober. Uh, you think that's so? why I said relatively. Okay, <laughs> it didn't seem like a, a. What time was it? It wasn't probably, that late. Probably ten. It was right after we. Ten or eleven? No, earlier than that. It was right after we ate because we had ate and we ate uh, the uh, curry rice and we started walking around. It was probably that's like right. eight, that's right. seven or eight or nine that's or something right. like yeah. that. You're right. And so yeah, he, wa- he they walked up to us and asked for the Spakasa, then handed you the phone and asked you to type it in. Mm-hmm. And it turns out the closest Spakasa was like thirty minutes away. Yeah, by and transit, by public transit. Right, you're right. And you're like, well, it looks like you're out of luck. I don't know what to tell right. you. I don't, right, I'm, I'm from not from here either. Right, exactly. <laughs> but it was so like it was just such a weird encounter. And who does that? Like who right. asks for like like when you you have a perfectly working cell phone and and you are going to do the exact yeah, same thing? Yeah, I don't ask. Or maybe people. I feel guilty though. Sometimes like I'll step to the side and be on my phone. Right. And I feel like it, it looks weird or like I feel kind of weird about it because I'm in this cool city where I should just be walking around and enjoying it and not like being on my phone. Like yeah, I mean, places. but every, I mean, that probably makes you look like less of a tourist if you're concerned about looking like a tourist. Yeah, because uh, everyone's on their phone. And, uh, and that's true. That's time. a good point. And especially if there's cool stuff to look at, but you live there and you walk by it every day. Right. You're going to you know. be on your phone. You're right. Like if someone that walks to work 
past the East Side Gallery. Yeah, maybe it's nice to look at the art, but they're not walking every day and stopping and oh like, Oh my wow. gosh, taking pictures. Let me an- <laughs> 20,000 pictures of the same walk. Let me analyze a new piece every day on my way to work. That right. sounds kind of fun. But, that would uh, be cool. But yeah, no. So I, I think that probably makes you look less like less of a tourist. Um, but yeah, that was such a weird encounter. Then today we had another encounter and Chad just got, can't got. say no. Nope. <laughs> And so this one, well, this one was, yesterday was just weird. This one you fully got got. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to tell it? All right. So we're at the East Side Gallery, and uh, we're enjoying the beautiful art there. And these two women came up to us and said, Very, Do you speak uh, pretty attractive looking women, too. I feel like that's part of the, the so? I feel like that's part of I the game. I didn't really find either of them that attractive, but that's. To each his own, I guess. Oh, wait. Anyways. I, I didn't see the other one. I don't okay. think about it. But uh, um, <laughs> they came up, and the first thing they said, do you speak English? And we said yes, which I, I knew they were going to ask for something. Yeah, you know? for sure. And they're like, here's this, like, petition or whatever. It probably isn't even for anything legit. Oh, I'm sure it's not. You know, and they <laughs> come up to tourists, and we look like tourists. And, uh, you know, I start to write my name. You know where I'm from, and then I'm I'm not about to give them a lot of money, but I have a two euro coin in my pocket, so I give it to them, and they go minimums five euros. What I should have said minimums five euros. What I should have said is all right, then give me back the two euros. <laughs> that's what I should have said. You should have. I didn't. I mean, but that's hard. It's hard. Also hard to think of that in the moment. Right. I have so many moments like that where I was like, right. oh man, I should have said that. That would have been, been great, real right? badass. Right. <laughs> And so yeah, like yeah. All right, well, give me my two euros back. Right. And have a nice day. You know. Well, see, I didn't. I only it's started. I don't live in a big city. I'm not. Right. I don't encounter. You're too. This stuff. Yeah. You're too welcoming to people. Yeah. I. Uh, I didn't. I started. I only started signing it because we had stopped, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, fine. Well, I'll just write my name on this thing. And right. I wrote my my zip code from when I was in Mich- like when I lived in uh, Clarkston, Michigan, nice. which is my first nice. home. Four eight three four eight. Shout out. Um, <laughs> like it matters even if I put my real zip code, but like right. <laughs> like they're gonna find me with my zip code, but. As I was writing on there, I looked over and saw you. <clears throat> shit! I looked over and saw you giving the uh, the two euro, yep. and I was like, "Oh well, no, we got, got. this is a yeah. money thing." Yep. <laughs> and then Those I was, and then I just you know finished writing, and I was like, "Sorry, I don't, I don't have any money." She's like, "You don't have two euro," and it's funny because you said minimum five euro. She's like, "You don't have a euro or two euro." Interesting. <laughs> and I was like, huh. "I got nothing." Yeah. And I was like, I didn't realize this was a get got situation. But then, so I got kind of got got too. I just didn't right. give him anything. But then. We were walking back, and we saw them again. Oh, yeah. I was proud of you for that. And they said, do you speak English? And I was, even though they, they saw us five, ten minutes ago and just gave them a nine and kept walking. And All we right, good. new rule. Yeah. If anyone asks us if we speak English, the answer is no. Right. <laughs> well, I do the opposite in the Czech Republic. When people say that, sometimes I'll say either, oh, no, I don't, sorry, I don't speak Czech. Mm. Or, well, you have, oh, that's true, though. That's just a fact. Luvim trochu Czechy. I speak a little. Okay. Parada. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so that seems to work. Or if or if they go, sometimes I'll just look at them and they go English, and I won't say anything. <laughs> that is and just then, a stare and, down. And then and then I'll just I'll just say Deutsch, and then they walk away. Ah, uh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. See, I, I should, guess the I problem. I say a made-up language. That'd be even funnier. The problem <laughs> Esperanto. The problem. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with. Uh, also saying no to the if you speak English is you also seem to enjoy helping people that are gen- genuinely yeah. like, where's this? Right. Where I have no problem being like, I have no idea. I do that right. in my own neighborhood sometimes. Although I will say this, you'll be very proud of me. When, I was, when Brad was here a couple, in Philly a couple weeks ago, 
there was a random guy that we were we were sitting in front of a restaurant waiting for a seat, and this dude just like, hey, excuse me, does anyone know where the where the closest guitar shop is? And I actually did. <laughs> I was like, yeah, actually, if you just walk to Gerard and walk down a couple of minutes, you'll find one. Yeah, like, help a brother out. I felt like a real guitar. local. It felt real good. Nice. I was like, oh yeah. And Brad's like, you're officially a local now. Right. Like, yeah. He's right though. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So um, it's been great though, even yeah. with the rain. Uh, and I feel like you've been handling the jet lag like a champ. Thanks, buddy. I feel good. I, f- I feel good today. I think I'm a little tired now. Uh, and I think also what help what not helps, but what if, what makes me feel tired also is stopping. Right. And so now that we we're sitting down and chilling, I um, I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling a little uh, feeling it a little bit. Oh, I could go for a nap for sure. But uh, as <laughs> but uh, well, we don't really have that option. But as no. but uh, it, uh, when we're walking around, I, 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 it does not really an issue. But uh, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in a lot of people's jet lag a lot of time. Okay, <laughs> I believe it, but I think it's, I think it's beatable. Not that I don't believe yeah. it. I mean, obviously, I believe that you someone's can, tired. You can overcome it. Yeah, I think we did the right thing by staying out, out a little bit later. Yeah, and then yeah, because it was <laughs> by the time we went to bed, it was my bedtime in uh, in Philadelphia time. Right, exactly. <laughs> so problem solved. That's yeah. the trick. We just gotta stay up till four a.m. every night, I guess. But yeah. Well, I tried to do that uh, I, when I came back from Tanzania. My, I came back on a Saturday and, you know, I had to go to work on Monday. So I was like, all right, I, I can't be jet lagged. So I got to stay. I, I got back, say, three or four in the afternoon. And I, now maybe a little earlier than that, actually, maybe noon to, to one. And I was like, I got to stay up for the rest of t- today and just go to bed at a normal time. Dude, I felt hammered drunk. Like, really? I, I felt and I, I hadn't drank anything, but I felt like okay. drunk. I was so tired. Uh-huh. I, I, I was loopy. Mean. Like uh, it was I, I felt like I was on drugs or drunk or something. Uh, and then I ended up going to bed at like eight o'clock, but it was fine. But yeah, like it, it's it. But that was obviously more hours, you know, longer mm-hmm. time difference. Sure. And um. It's just a, it's a different situation, longer flight, all that right. stuff. Oh, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's been a good trip, and we got uh, two days left, two yep. and a half days left, so mm-hmm. we still got a good amount of time. Yeah, we still got a lot to see, my mm-hmm. friend. And next time we we check in with uh, the pod, we'll be in Prague with Don. I haven't yep. talked to him, but I'm sure he'll be on. He loves to have a microphone in his face. Yep. And um, we got extras for that reason. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll do a uh, maps off edition. We have a we won't we won't spoil it now, but Chad thought of a special or uh, a, a, a little uh, a little uh, what we competition between Ch- uh, Don and I. Yep, we'll and, see uh, whose sense of direction is better. That's all we'll say. Well, yeah, yeah. Hashtag maps off. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but for now, let's talk about Infidelix. Let's do it. He is from Houston. And uh, th- we we uh, heard about him from Matthias. He he Matthias. When you're in the bathroom, I'm sure you, he, you've heard this before, but when you're in the bathroom, he was talking about how he is a music file and how he loves to throw parties and host people and how he nice. um, he always loves to be the Sounds DJ. Like my kind of guy. OK. And he, he was very he, uh, their guest, you know, uh, his girlfriend's friends were there and they were playing music for a bit. And he said and you know, it was weird, he was joking when you were gone about how I was like, it must have been tough. He's like and she was laughing. She's like, yeah, it actually probably really was tough for him to just sit there and let other people play music. But uh, he had he uh, mentioned Infidelix, who, mm-hmm. uh, if if you're lucky, if you're walking around at the right time, you might see him. Yeah, because he he just posts up in various spots around Berlin, and um, plays. And he's a he's a. Stri- I mean, he does other performances, but he he, he seems to take the street performance very seriously. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a very important part of his art. 
and um, and it almost seems like uh, important part of his art in the sense that it seems like you know he's talking about how people look down on and stuff, but it seems like that that would be a great avenue for writing. Sure. Because it gives you, I mean, I assume a lot of rap writing is not, you know, pen to paper, notebook, and more freestyling, at least his style. Could be. Yeah, could be. Um, I, obviously, some writer, some rappers just write like that. But I, his, right. his style seems to be more, um, you know, especially on the street performance. You can, you, can, you can only have so many written raps that maybe he uses. I'm sure he uses. Right. But you can only have so many written raps mm-hmm. when you're just freestyling for a couple hours. Because at some point, you have to, you know take it somewhere and not just use rely on your own stuff i feel like right sure well and he has his own material that i'm sure he writes like the like the song um what's the name of the song again i wrote it down in my notebook that's right next to you nope it's right next to me i moved it (laughs) the name of the song is uh anthem of the of the lost yep and it's uh he's got a um you know he he is a great uh sort of representation of that anti-establishment sort of thing i felt he um he raps a lot like he he has some raps that are your typical stereotypical i like hoes and i like to smoke weed rap (laughs) but he also has a lot of uh a little bit more conscious stuff and this seems like one of them where um he seems to actually you know be Rapping with his feelings or emotions rather than with like a just full you know rap bravado, right? And uh, I, I like his cadence too. Yeah. It's 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 um, some rappers rely heavily on the beat. Mm-hmm. I don't get that from him. He seems like he's like his is like more lyrics than beat. Yeah, yeah. And I, I enjoy that. It's yeah, you're right. It's just not rapped words, but there's kind of more of a melody behind mm-hmm. it. Definitely a cadence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He's fantastic. I really enjoy it. Yeah, me too. Um, and his name is Infidelix, and the, na- the name of the song is Anthem of the Lost. And uh, I'll, I'll put that up on uh, on Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one on, well, it doesn't matter what day, because It'll who be knows out. when you listen to this. <laughs> right. It'll be out. <laughs> so, Jared, I just want to ask, kind of the just to wrap wrap everything up, how would you sum up our trip so far in Berlin? Uh, I'll start by saying it's been exactly how I thought it would go. Okay. In the terms of how you and I uh, comport ourselves, so I'll, uh, a couple of things I've noticed because I, I I've traveled with you only a couple times. Mm-hmm. A couple things I've noticed. I mentioned the other day that you're. Uh, I, I just let me start by saying this because what I'm going to say might be construed as an insult. So let me start by saying <laughs> I mentioned yesterday. Always, always a good way to start. <laughs> I mentioned yesterday that Chad is a great tour guide and he's great at at um at throwing out multiple ideas and then it's and then it's not even that you just let me decide mm-hmm. because yeah you say I'm, great, I'm good at making decisions but you're also good at if I don't like if I'm like I, I can't really think of anything you'll 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 right. come up with something because there's sure. a lot of times where sometimes you'll be in a situation where it's like what do you want to do oh, I don't know what do you want to sure. do yeah yeah <laughs> And so, like, even though sometimes I'll be decisive and be like, hey, let's do this. If I'm like, I don't, I don't really know, you'll be like, well, how about we try this place out? So yeah. I, I love that balance of throwing out ideas, but then also, uh, you know, tell, saying what you want to do, More too. spontaneous. Yeah. yeah. And so it's been going exactly how I expected in that sense. One thing I didn't know about you is uh, you read every sign that we walk past. I've noticed really? that. Really? <laughs> okay. I don't realize Not that. read okay. signs, but you read, like, names of restaurants and stores. Okay. Uh, th- oh, you're right. These aren't yeah. even insults. These are just the little things I've noticed. Observations. <laughs> yeah, okay. is you're always commenting on stuff, and you also um, 
I think a difference between you and I is I think I'm way more comfortable with silence than you are. Yeah. I'm trying to learn that. It's difficult. <laughs> and, and so sometimes like you, you'll even say stuff and I'll just, I just won't respond. Yep. And it's no, nothing personal. <laughs> it's nothing personal, but it's just like, I think I'm just more comfortable with silence than Chad. Is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And, uh, and once again, I don't now I think about it. I, I don't even think those I are insults. I but those stupid are just... rhetorical questions a lot that don't <laughs> yeah. really need an answer. Yeah. Like you we were do. taking pictures earlier and it clicked and I was like, all right, I can take it. And Jerry just kind of looked at me. <laughs> it's like, I'm sitting right next to right? you. <laughs> like, I, I I'll All let right. you know in a second. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, th- it's just little observations I've had, but it's nothing, you know, it's whatever. We all have different personalities. It's just sure. fun things I've noticed. But uh, yeah, no, I, I think as far as us being travel partners, it's gone exactly how I hoped. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of and fun. It's, it's been a lot of fun. And we've still got, I mean, this, I've been here for literally a day. Right. <laughs> so we still got five days left of fun. Five days of fun for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. That's, that's for sure. I've noticed, the only thing that I've noticed and it wasn't even really anything new, but this trip has just reconfirmed how fast of a walker you are. <laughs> like last night, I was just double checking the way home so I wouldn't take us, you know, 20, yeah. 30 minutes the wrong way. And then I look up, I'm like, where the hell is Jared? <laughs> They're like all the way up at the top of the stairs. Oh, that was going. at the at the Ubon. Because yeah, I looked back, yeah, I was yeah. like, where did Chad go? Right. <laughs> and then and then after I like looked up and I saw you so far, I was like, I'm going to just go at this pace and see how long it takes you. To keep going and then look. I, I've been, <laughs> I, that's it, I've been trying much like you struggle with silence. I've been t- t- actively telling myself that like slow down because right. like because and, and it's not even that you I just walk with purpose. You got places it, to be. It's not even that I don't think you can keep up or anything. It's just that I also need to remind myself that I'm trying to take in the things around me and enjoy right. what I'm looking at. We, we walked <laughs> by the East Side Gallery pretty quick at first. Mm-hmm. You didn't notice. I did notice that, but I, I also knew that we do two takes of it right so, sure. so i wasn't as concerned about that right but uh yeah no like I, I've, I've been very aware of that and i'm trying to not not for your sake but more just for enjoying myself's sake and not just always walking like i like because we're never really we're on barely on, i mean we have to be somewhere at a certain time now right. but we're barely ever on like a timetable right yeah and that's the nice thing about you know going on a vacation with a friend is yeah you don't have to you can plan stuff to the minute to the hour if you want but mm-hmm. I think sometimes the the beauty of being able to relax a little bit is traveling when you want. Yes. You know, when you want to go places. Um, And although I'm super looking forward to seeing Ferdinand and and having dinner with him, we both were kind of like, well, we've been so used to having no structure. Mm -hmm. Now we have this little tiny bit of structure (laughs) in a place where we need to be at a certain time. But it's so funny, too, how like one uh, dinner date is like, oh, my God, all this structure in our because right. we've kind of just been like let's just see what happens yeah you know, even with matthias we, we were just like exactly well it's like hey we didn't even know if he was we were halfway to his house or to his area we didn't right. even know if he was free or not we're exactly. like if he's not we'll just explore neukolln exactly and we did a little bit yeah it was fantastic yeah, yeah so yeah so uh my goal though and we'll be able to talk about this on the next episode my goal for you though is to show you as much of berlin but not just show you to see it like a quick here it is Okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. But like, I want you to just try to soak in the vibe of Berlin. Yeah, because it has a different vibe everywhere, but it's still it's all Berlin. Like, it's I don't know if that makes sense. No, I know what you mean. Where it's like, yeah, I mean that's the same with any sort of city. Where it's like, you know, every city has its personality, 
but that but but like if you were to say you know it's just it all depends on how far back you want to look at it so if you're if we're right. in berlin we'll say wow nukeln is so different than kreuzberger for example well they're not that's a bad example right. but well you know you'd say two uh bits different uh, districts and kreuzberg yeah you know you'd say those example. are completely different but if you were to be in in France, you'd be like, "Wow, those Berliners are weirdos, or whatever," you know. Yeah. And you you wouldn't you wouldn't specify right. you wouldn't specify which neighborhood of Berlin if you're just some visitor. Like you know, the Swiss friends that were there, they've never been to Berlin, right? So they don't they they don't they're, they're you know they'd be like, "Wow, Berlin is like this, like I'm doing." Right. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's all really relative. But mm-hmm. I think that's the cool thing about Berlin is you can find a place for everybody. Yes. You yeah. Know, it's really great. And like I've mentioned, it's a huge city. I always forget how big it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other nice thing about it is, yeah, there's something there's something everywhere going on for everybody, you know. And yeah, so Berlin is a, a just a great place to explore. Yes, you know. Yeah, and it's perfect for, to explore because it's gigantic too. Right. Sometimes you know I've lived in Philly for so long that I can explore and be like, and it's rare that I have to go real far out to like find sure. something new. Sure. Uh, and and and. But that it's tough too because in Philly there's more areas not to go I'd say than in Berlin. Yeah. Or you know at Berlin's certain times of the safe. day. We were talking about that last night walking yeah. around. Yeah. It it was kind of eerie though walking around last night like at you know two in the morning and it was completely silent on some yeah. streets. Well, we were. That's when we were more walking through the residential area mm-hmm. and yeah, it was completely silent for the most. And part. that's another thing I like about Berlin too is it's still like it might be very different than the rest of Germany, but it's still Germany in the sense that like those areas where it was quiet. I'm sure they're very serious about it being oh, I'm quiet. Sure. <laughs> definitely. Most definitely. Like sure. th- like they they would not be cool with people partying down that street. Right. And it's like, no, I understand this is Berlin, but you party where you party. Leave right. us alone either. <laughs> right. And, it, sure. and so it's I, I do like that it's distinctly different, but it's still it's still very German. Exactly. And so I'm really excited to see what the next uh couple uh Berlin by Nacht and Berlin by Tag. Mhm. How they'll be. I'm excited to explore the city some more with mm-hmm. you. See some good tourist places. Um, we'll have plenty of pictures up for everybody on Instagram um, of our travels and shenanigans. So it should be fun. Uh, so we're looking forward to it. And uh, if you guys are curious about any recommendations for Berlin, we're by no means experts, but we're happy to share our stories and our experience with you. Mm-hmm. Um, or just tune into this episode one way or another. And uh, yeah, we appreciate your support. Um, you can check us out on Twitter, Untranslatable One, especially for our song of the pod by uh, Infidelix or mm-hmm. Infidelix, depending on what language you're speaking. Uh, also, check us out. Uh, shoot us an email with an untranslatable phrase, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. And of course, spread a little love. Of course, do not forget, check out these popping pictures on Instagram and five star reviews. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Stop having our friends make fun of us. Uh. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> trying to build a podcast empire here we need them <laughs> reviews so thank you so much we hope you've enjoyed the berlin by nacht und bei tag edition of the untranslatable podcast uh, we're looking forward to bringing you some other things out of Prague very soon so stay tuned thank you vielen dank danke schön and as we say here at the untranslatable podcast yeah. oh very good <laughs> very good <laughs>